Not my droid dick. Welcome. There you are. Welcome to another episode of Three Hours Later. Happy New Year. I'm joined with Alex. Hello. And Mike. Welcome. And Finn in the audience. Meow. Meow. Uh, this is our end of the year episode. Um, Happy New Year to everyone listening. Happy New Year. <laughs> Woo. Filthy animals and such. We are joining together the crew of Three Hours Later to let you know what we felt is worth your time from the year 2019. We're now going to be living in the future. We're entering the roaring 20s once again. But we're just going to talk about movies and games and TV shows that we uh, we enjoyed this this last year. So uh, it's just going to be a relaxed fit episode. Just going to hang out with my buds. Yeah. yeah. And see if you agree with us too. I'd like to hear responses too from this episode of what was your favorite from 2019. If you agree, disagree, I want to add some more. So it was a good recap. It's kind of hard now that I'm thinking about like my top things. My movies were like right now. I'm like, what did I even watch that came out this year? That that like so saying like the the problem I had was I was looking today trying to like button up my list, and I just wanted to go like, okay, I hope I'm not forgetting anything. And first off, I was forgetting a ton of stuff. <laughs> and then the things that again, the things that came out this year, it I just it blew my mind because if you had, if you had asked me today. When Lego Movie Two came out, I would have been like, I don't know, 2017, somewhere in there. When I bought my first beer. Yeah, no, that movie came out like, not not even 12 months ago. Like it has not been very long. I mean, it's the opposite. It's like I, I feel like I just must have watched a lot of things that didn't come out this year or something because I mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot that I'm seeing that I oh I've missed quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the stuff like even my games I've watched. Uh, I played with uh, the last three months. I don't think I've really played much games this whole year, to be honest. And if I had, it was only just for a short period of time. It's been a wild, wild year. We started a podcast. We just don't got time. We even ended the, the podcast. Even the, even no. the, even the, yeah, this is it. This final episode. It was nice knowing you. Of 2019. What up? <laughs> <laughs> hey. That's a it's call forward for an, an episode after this. Because I think this is coming out Tuesday. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. There you mm, go. Intense. Foreshadowing. Force shadowing. Ah. <laughs> All right, let's jump into it. Uh, we're just going to go, what, movies, games, and TV? Yeah, we can do, yeah, we'll do movies, games, TV. We'll do round robin style. And what we're trying to do is just like, this isn't a deep dive episode, obviously. Some of the stuff we talked about, we've, we'll already have talked about before. So we've already talked it to death. Or we haven't talked about it. And if this isn't to like convince everyone that it's the best thing. It's just to say like, hey, here's why I liked it. You should check it out. If this podcast was a movie rental store, this will be the employee's top picks. Yeah, this is the end cap and borders that I was always in charge of and I would do dumb things on. I only got to do that once and I was sad because it was fun. And I watch weird shit and I want other people to watch weird shit. I used to make very weird esoteric themed end caps. <laughs> like what? Uh, my favorite one was Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica <laughs> where it was uh, the top was the office. Then it was a book on how to garden, a book <laughs> on bears, and then uh, uh, all the seasons of Battlestar Galactica they were out on DVD. <laughs> it's way more fun. I would just pick weird movies like Teeth. Everyone should watch it. It's, it's Vagina a, Dentata. It's not a lie. All right. Who wants to start off with movies? 
With movies, um, I didn't rank them in any order. I really, only really but... got like one I'm going to even go over, so <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Just give us your honor- honorable mentions of 2019. Yeah. Um, so I'll start off with fighting with with my family. Uh, the one no, with. We're doing movies. <laughs> <laughs> it took a second. Is it? That was a good slow burn. No, he meant. He means the movie fighting with his family, not fighting with his family. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, that took me a second. Weirdly, though, fighting with your family is one of my highlights. Of the my year. family could beat up your family. Fucking uh, probably. Big ass family, dude. <laughs> they, come from, they come from Chicago. Oh, wow. Well, well, I don't know. How many do you got? How many? I'm going numbers now. Uh, oh, my, my family comes from L.A. L.A. <laughs> uh, yeah, fighting with my family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's funny yeah. you said your title. Yeah, there's my um my honorable mention right there. That was a, a good WWE movie of... Uh, pages uh coming to start on with wwe so that was pretty good um it was a good watch especially being a you know wrestling fan i thought that was a one of the rare ones i actually enjoyed and and was actually happy watching um thing goes yesterday uh it's a songwriter who no one remembers the beatles and all of a sudden he's the only one and starts singing them and people love it and i i'm not a beatles fan at all but what this movie really did was really have me really appreciate the lyrics to to their songs um and i started just listen, honestly listening to some beatles after a while um and it's just a fun it's just a really fun movie that reminds me of uh have you heard about this supposed time traveler that went into an alternate dimension where the beatles never broke up and he brought back a cassette from there supposedly like real world oh stuff. Okay. yeah and there's like actual unreleased beatles songs on the, on the cassette huh I want you to tell me more about that immediately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll tell you more later. Um, I'll be a Star Wars. Do your homework. Oh. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, one of my... Actually, I don't know if I'm, I'm ranking these or not because I have 10. I, I don't have them in any really order. Uh, the next one that I thoroughly enjoyed, um, my wife and I watched this multiple times. It's, it's not a big theater release, but it's called um, Always Be My Maybe. It's a Netflix original series, as even Keanu Reeves does a cameo. Uh, not a cameo. Does he? Um, but yeah, he's in there. And it's just a, such a fun kind of... It's a ro- romantic comedy, but it's done in such a new form. It's it's very refreshing. I, and it's just funny. Um, let's see here. Then I'll go with Spider-Man Far From Home. That just Overall, that was just a really good Spider-Man movie. Um, Detective Pikachu. I think that's always been... I think that's... I think it's on. We talked about it on previous episodes yeah. too, so that's that's going, a good going one. Back to Spider Man, like we had that big scare this year too, where that might have been the last one. You know, I know. <laughs> yeah, but luckily Tom Holland called someone drunk and <laughs> crying, and now we got Spider Man. I, I mean, need to mommy, have daddy. a job. <laughs> Please don't divorce. <laughs> I think I'll make me go to a Venom. <laughs> My name is Peter Parker. <laughs> So you're John Wick three. That was a that was a good one. We're getting four I've, next. I still not watched John Wick three. Ah oh, man, it's better than two. And I I like two. I fine. like two. I like, I two. like John Wick I one and two. Like one, is best, one is the best. One is the best. Three was better than two. Three has way more action and more dogs. More way more dogs for sure. And, and those dogs are impressive. Gets... Honestly, the dogs stole the show. Yeah. Um. Definitely, you gotta watch that. Um, Little Monsters was a hidden gem that I watched this year. I don't know if it came out this year or not. It did. Yeah, it did. I, okay. I almost put it on my list. It was so oh, fucking close it was to my list. Surprisingly, like, like, just a Hulu release, was it? Yeah, yeah. it was like just dumped on Hulu, and it was so good. Such a good take on a, on a zombie film, and 
it has has it's pretty gory at times, but it's just it's just Still such a good like a feel good feel good of, zombie movie, which yeah. is weird. It's such a it's like unique, a romance almost. It almost, is, yeah. yeah, you know, it definitely is. And it has some funny like Vader scene in it with the and it's 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 highly recommended. I say you watch it. Um one I would that isn't the big, you know, Avengers, which is also next on my list, but it's not it's it's there and not not enough people need to talk about it. It was almost one of my challenges too. Like I really want want to talk more about it. Um so I'll go with my next one is Avengers Endgame. I think that's just a an easy one because that one no matter what, that that was gonna be on my list just because you get a bunch of superheroes together. Well, so the you know, like we've said previously, it's the the um, the culmination of mm-hmm. de- years, decade years. of yeah. You know what's weird is if you think about it. It's so like this year we finished off the. I know there's more Marvel movies, but there's also more Star Wars. But we finished off the Marvel movies, the story so far. We finished off the Star Wars movies, story so far. It is wild to me how much how hard one nailed the landing yeah and how hard one just landed <laughs> like like they both did it yeah but one finished and i'm just like man if i i'm excited to watch more movies but if i never see another marvel movie i'll be okay because i got a i got a complete I know, yeah. story oh yeah versus with star wars i'm like that ended all yeah. right but we're not like gonna stop there though right because i mean like you got to <laughs> You got yeah. more. I need that baby Yoda or something because I can't have that be the last flavor. Do the magic I think can of. thing. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get more into that in a future episode. See, and, and then we did I it like in the, past. the movie. I like the movie. <laughs> well, you'll but tell everyone how you hated it on the next episode. We get it. You hate it. On the on the so that was the Marvel end. On the DC end, I do have Joker on there, which I was kind of iffy to put it on there because I did love the movie. I will watch Endgame twenty times more. In the future, and Joker. If I don't watch it again, I'm perfectly fine with that too. Still haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I don't know. I just don't know if scenario I'm ever going to be like. I need to be annoyed or, yeah. or depressed tonight. Yeah, I think I've seen it on there. I'm like, no, not today. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I. I legitimately, I think you will really like it because I think you'll appreciate what a um in the best way what a fuck you it is to the Batman mythos. Like it's just mm-hmm. this like. It's a cool story, but for me, the reason it didn't hit my list is I just, I would, I'd rather watch King of Comedy. I'd rather watch Taxi Driver. Like there's other movies that will give me the same hit that that did. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was, it was close to my list for a it while. Was it was weird having both of it. these on my list because Endgame is, is, it's sad in a lot of ways, but it's also happy in a lot of ways. And you get that cool mixture of just a lot of things happening in Joker, just us lump from beginning to end um but very great in storytelling (laughs) but the storytelling itself was was really well done and the last one i'll talk about um that was on my list is and we'll talk about in a future episode is rise of skywalker because despite all the critics i still really like the movie and i i will watch it again it's it's on my list for for good reasons i'm a critic of of it as well but i think i'm a all of us are observing things that we, we didn't just like it just because oh it sucks there's 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 reasons why i am the critic it, <laughs> i if i if i don't like something i just don't talk about it like the more <laughs> i'm into it the more i'll critique it but that doesn't mean i don't like it it just means like i i feel like that movie is the epitome of the like i'm not mad at it i'm just disappointed in it but I don't like it. I'm gonna talk about it. So could you could have tried a little bit harder. It's, it's not even that I'm even disappointed at it. To be honest, it's more that it could have been more. Well, 
Next yeah. episode. Next episode. Next episode. And there you go. There's Ooh, my ten for twenty nineteen. Really weird Hail Hitler thing you did right there. <laughs> it's the new one. Next episode. Is it Get your Minecraft out of in here? In the fourth episode? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for picking up on that weird yeah. racist thing. <laughs> um so for mine, for all my lists, I did like top five, but um I put mine in order, but like I Mike's like I said earlier, five. I could I could swap these around any given time and I'd still be happy with them. So it's not necessarily like this is the best movie I saw this year. It's more like this is the movie I, I had the best experience with, whether it was like it made me feel something or um, like Avengers Endgame, which I'll get to in a second. Like that isn't just a movie I like. That theater going experience will be... I, I don't see it getting pushed out of probably the best experience I've ever had in a theater mm-hmm. anytime soon. Because that was just I like... Get that the people in the room, the day, the time, the friends I was there with, like it was an experience. It wasn't just a movie. That yeah, was a thing. That's cool. Yeah. That, and that's going to be hard to replicate anytime. I, I really hoped Star Wars would do it. And it, even though we all walked down, we're like, fuck, that was pretty good. None of us were like, I'm going to literally remember this. I'm mm-hmm. going to remember the feeling of being in this room. Um, But yeah, so my top five movies, I'll go ahead and start with number six because I'm an asshole. <laughs> so uh, five, I, I added it, I'll add it while you're talking, but it... <laughs> I put Detective Pikachu Thanks on there. Thanks for listening. Because, this guy. <laughs> no, I put it on there because of you, because Aww. you said it and it made me remember. I was like, geez, you know, I've watched that movie probably 10 times. I'm like, how is that not on my list? That has become this weird feel good movie. If I'm in a bad mood, if I'm just mm-hmm. bored, I you know I will thoroughly enjoy that. For no reason. Oh, there's reason. love. Actually, <laughs> it might be the new love. Actually, no. uh, <laughs> but it's you just can't have Pikachu. Actually, there's not a ton I can say about it other than just it's just fun. Mm-hmm. It's just a joy of a movie. Um, but my, my act, my top five list, uh, in a pretty loose order, uh, once a Tom upon once a Tom, once, once upon a time. a time in Hollywood, I love Quentin Tarantino movies and there's definitely a couple things in this that are a little bit like, I don't, I want to say, I don't want to go as far as say problematic, but just like, kind of like, oh, you didn't need to do that. Like the whole Bruce Lee subplot is just dumb and doesn't need to be there. Still haven't seen it. It's fine. It's it's Same fine. Subplies, just like the scene. It was like this. Yeah, it's a scene that I'm like, we know he's a badass. You know, whatever. But the the movie, it's I I like movies where you feel like you're in the skin of someone and you're experiencing parts of their life and like I just Would did you in this. Me? But, oh god, gross! <laughs> I'd fuck me. Um, I was like, that doesn't happen. Oh, the skin. Uh, but yeah, I, I just I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I love Quentin Tarantino, and I think every especially the last few movies he's put out, I just. You're seeing him grow in this really interesting way and mature. And this movie was just good. Like Brad Pitt was incredible in it. Leonardo DiCaprio was fucking incredible in it. Like I can't really think of a single actor in it. Margot Robbie was amazing. Mm. And Lena Dunham sucked. Uh, Lena Dunham's just not the greatest <laughs> to begin with. But like, you know what? In that role. No, yeah, I was just being mean because I don't like her, but she actually did a good job in the movie. Yeah, like, look, I she annoys me, but like, she did a good job. Um, but yeah, good, 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 good job, job. Did, good job, good job, did good kid, you did it. But uh, yeah, I need to watch the movies though, dude. It's pretty good. Like Har- Harley Quinn Smith, who is not my favorite actress, I liked her in this. This is the movie that made me realize, like, okay, maybe I don't have to be worried about Jay and what Silent she Bob. She was one of the the Manson Colty? kids, okay. yeah. Um. But yeah, this is the movie that made me go like, maybe she will be okay in Jane Let's Sign a Bob Reboot. And she fucking was. That's also a movie that narrowly missed the list because as much as it's not like a good movie, I fucking loved watching that. I don't know if I put together that Harley Quinn and Harley Quinn Smith are in the same movie. Oh, they are. <laughs> uh, then we go into my number four is Avengers Endgame. And again, it's just because like 
it is going to be forever one of the top experiences I've ever had in a theater. I love this movie mm-hmm. so much, but I do ding it because like I can't really watch it on its own. I have to watch it mm-hmm. with Infinity War, and that oh, is I hear, yeah. well, yeah, yeah, it's it's it is part two. Un- like as much yeah, as they said, un- it's not. It's part two. Unlike another movie that we will talk about in another episode, this one felt like a conclusion, but that is all that it is. So it does need. Yeah, it's it's part. on its own. It's it's not satisfying. It's fun, but it's not yeah. satisfying when you put it all together. Ooh, so good. Um, and then when we get to my top three, it's Knives Out, which I've Still seen. Gonna see that one. Still got to see that one, too. I hear a lot about it. I've yeah. watched it like five times. It so is, is it like Clue? That That is, I've told other people, it reminds me the most of like, it's not goofy like Clue. Yeah. It was like a whodunit. Like a good... It's a good whodunit, and it's fu- It's so funny. It's so funny, but it has a really good, legitimate whodunit in it. Um, It's just an awesome movie. Like, everybody who's in it, it's like they're putting on a clinic, like actors you already like you'll be like that's why i like you actors that you didn't know could be this good you're gonna be like holy shit kind of like i guess like a i don't know what i'm trying to say with this but kind of like a royal tenenbound yeah no yes it's that where you're like ben stiller might be a really good actor yeah owen wilson makes me feel things yeah watching this i was like chris evans is like legitimately kind of a great actor like i was worried like well no he's not captain america am i gonna give a shit (laughs) i will absolutely give a shit Jamie Lee Curtis coming in to just remind everybody like, hey, I'm real good at this too. <laughs> Yogurt keeps you young. Dude, like it's, oh, it's so good. It, it's a really cool movie. And it also like feel, because they do reference straight, they straight up reference like Trump and like alt-right stuff. Not like in a, they're not like, it's not part of the movie, but it's just a storyline beat they hit. But it's this weird storyline beat that when they hit it, it just makes the movie feel like it happens now. Like mm-hmm. this is a now movie. Um, Us, I watched so many times like that movie was in a straight up obsession of mine um i i love that movie on such a fucking level like it is like that is the movie that i always ex- explain to people like when i talk about like how i love a movie that wastes no time and wastes no there's not a single frame of film in that in that movie that is wasted if it is on screen it's there for a reason if it is if a motion is made it's made for a reason if a thing is said it's said for a reason the music, the, the background, m- commercial, yeah, oh, whatever. Just just. Everything. Everything. Dude, Tim Heidecker in that movie. I'm like, holy shit. Tim Heidecker yeah. <laughs> is amazing. Like, he holds his own with Elizabeth Olsen, who is one of the best working actresses out there. Um, Yeah, Lupita Nyong'o, like, carries that movie. She's amazing. Like, just, it's just, I I love that movie so much. Mbaku. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. That guy. Like, you, you buy this gigantic beast of a man as, like, just a goofy dad. Yeah. Um, kids are great. Like, the, it, and yes, I understand there are definitely weird things in the plot, and you can be like, "Well, how do they? How do they all have the red jumpsuit?" That's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is the story they told, and they they told that story masterfully. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite movie of the year, it it's just such an incredible movie is Jojo Rabbit. Like, it, I was really hoping you were going to say Cats. It. <laughs> It's the experience of a lifetime. They come out and they're like, and it's, you see Judy Dench's hands without cat makeup. No, um, no, Jojo Rabbit is a movie that should be stupid. It's about a little kid in Nazi Germany toward the end of the war of world war two. And he, all he wants is to be a Nazi so bad. And his uh, imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler. And because it's Taika Waititi directing and writing and starring as Hitler, it has this insanely funny bend everything characters that you should hate. 
Like it doesn't make it doesn't make you sympathize with Nazis. What it tries to show you is that good people can do dumb things. And they absolutely absolutely deal with repercussions from that. Like nobody gets off scot free who shouldn't get off scot free. Um but it's a beautifully shot movie. The acting is amazing. The kid who plays Jojo is um, is incredible. Uh, his best friend in the movie, this little this sweet little fat kid, is like, like he is the true. Like, I, I, if more people had seen this movie, fuck Baby Yoda. This is the baby of the year. <laughs> um, but yeah, that movie should be coming out like on home video soon. And like, I just, I got, I, I want people to see it so bad. <laughs> I've not heard that phrase. Coming soon time. to home video. We'll be playing on the home box um, office. But yeah, Jojo Half Rabbit your... is one we haven't got to talk about because uh, we'll never record the episode where we talk about the other... Uh, it'll, it'll be in 2020. Yeah, in 2020, Once we're going to talk down. about some Taika Waititi movies. But uh, Half your list I haven't watched. <laughs> I've I know. seen most. It's, it's, dude, Jojo Rabbit. Like, of all the movies I've talked about, that's the one that, like, if you if you just take... I think it's like a... It's not even two hours, I don't believe. I've been excited to see it. I mean, ever since you, you mentioned it, I was like, okay. Like, I, I want to watch it. Just... Don't yeah, I, like I don't want to get too into what the actual because the the plot is not talked about in the trailers and I even now where I'm saying like this is this is just character stuff. Dude, the that's plot the perfect is thing. So good. The, the, see, that's the thing too. There's too many movies where oh, I can't. What was the name? It was a it was a boxing movie and the trailer comes out and it was two. It was like three minutes long and it told me the whole dang movie. I was yeah. like, why? To just give me a subplot. I know the exact movie you're talking about because it even shows like the character arcs where it's like, I'm mm-hmm. dead in the dumps. I'm coming up. I'm doing this. Oh, no. Yeah. And the wife dies. What? <laughs> Why did you tell me that in the trailer? Um, yeah. And this doesn't do that. And like, I think it's one of the best performances from Sam Rockwell. One of the best performances from Scarlett Johansson. Like, it's just. A, God, it's a good Scar-Jo's movie. Scarlett in there? Oh, dude. She is incredible. She plays uh, Jojo's mom. Cool. 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 Fucking great movie. My oh. favorite movie I've seen this year. Like, hands it. down. I'll watch it after I'm done watching this. The the don't fuck with cats. It's no, good <laughs> dude. It's just oh man, it's so bad. It's it's bad and it's like I don't want to get into it, but <laughs> it's good, bad, bad, good. So should I fuck with not fucking with cats? Oh, man, you you'd like Finn? Just like give Close Finn a your hug. Eyes. Yeah, seriously. Matt, what you like? <laughs> <laughs> so what I like this year, um, a lot of the same. As you, turns out we like the same things. Um, I would throw up Detective Pikachu up there because lifelong Pokemon fan, and this is probably the best um, live action representation of Pokemon I'm probably ever going to get in my life, and I think it did really well with that, and actually had a good story and uh, emotional story at the end. Um, so I, I, I'm just surprised that it exists right now, like based off of a dumb video game storyline, and even dumber storyline with just Detective Pikachu itself um, and then making that into a live action thing and making the Pokemon believable and it shouldn't work but it does yeah so well and it you get as a Pokemon fan you get a lot of these hints these little Easter eggs throughout the whole movie yeah like I said I wanted to you know get the 4k version of it and just pause it like every couple seconds like oh it's that one it's that one it's that one yeah oh. even the like the battles were like Charizard yeah. and it's like what well, I think the weirdest thing with that movie is that if any one thing didn't work, the whole movie falls apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they they did it. Like, everything worked. It's just, yeah. I, I'm just happy that it, it worked, I guess. And yeah. 
And it, it's a hope for more too because yeah. it, that was a success. My God, if we can get like a true like red and blue Cosmo um, Bulbasaur, uh, just like <laughs> yeah. gym trainers, just like battling, that'll be sick. That would get a surgeon uh, Chansey. Uh, but yeah, the, the actual red and blue because there's a kind of like a mini series I guess on YouTube that you can watch on the Pokemon. They're channel. so good. The yeah, the red and blue ones. Yeah, because uh, red's a beast. Gener- generations. Yeah. yeah, generations. Yeah, red's I, I out get there. Get a live action of that. That'll be amazing. Oh, we just if it just. Shot for shot for that. Yeah, screaming. Did you watch Generations? No, but no, you I, should. I, I believe you could get that as a movie now. Yeah. God, you really need to watch because that's honestly one of my favorite things. And it's a cartoon, and the Pokemon just scream like normal animals instead of their names. So like, yeah. Like Charmander's biting a Bulbasaur and just <laughs> instead of going like Charmander. Yeah. Char, don't leave my tail alone, you char, bad man. Char Char. Um, next up will probably be us. Um. We've said this multiple like times. Us? Yes, like, we are my favorite movie. Uh, the movie, movie us from uh, Jordan Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Not, not Keegan Michael Key. Not Keegan Peele. <laughs> um, I, again, we've said this many times that this is kind of we're living now in like a more of a renaissance of golden age of horror movies, and this is one of the uh, the linchpins of that. I think, uh, just because it's showing that horror movie doesn't have to be just like cheap, like jump scares stuff like that it could be like deep it could be uh, a good story it could be a, a lot of things yeah give me suspense ra- rather than gore and um if jordan peele does one more good movie i think we can officially say he's the new alfred hitchcock yeah i be yeah like, i would 100 percent um he he does good suspense uh especially with his last two movies i i don't understand how like well but he just produced it, yeah that. he just produced it i don't get how he can understand pacing so well and other people can't well especially like it's just weird coming from comedy. Like I kind of get it that he can do that because he has a comedy background. It, yeah, you have to but know just, timing. So yeah, it's but just, even then he had really good like ones that were kind of twisted in a way. Hmm. He did those. Yeah, outstanding. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is up there with me too. Um, I think we just again good. We, just we've, good movie. It's a good. It's a great movie. Although I think it is the least Tarantino y movie that he's made. Yeah, I would. I would still. I wouldn't. It would, it's not my favorite of his movies, but it's just watching. I'm like, oh, look at you it's, grow, buddy. It's definitely a, a very good movie. I can watch it multiple times. It's just that's the only thing that kind of bugged me, but it's not really a problem. Like, unless you're like trying to show someone like this is what Tarantino can do. That this isn't the one to show them. It's still a good movie. It's kind of like a, I guess in a way like a slice of life almost of the '70s in that kind of high life. Um, it's almost yeah. about nothing until it's about a lot of things. What's the story hmm. with Hollywood? Um, I think Brad Pitt, best uh, sporting character like in a long time. How is that dude old? I don't know. <laughs> like it's weird when you see him in that movie, and I'm like, oh, we're not even the same species. No, no, no. not at all. Like that dude is like in his fifties and shirt off on a roof. I'm like, you're the best looking human being that's ever existed. Then <laughs> I'm like, I'm afraid to even like lift my shirt in front of somebody because my <laughs> the whiteness on my stomach will blind them. Uh, the beacons are lint. It hasn't seen sun in eighteen years. <laughs> um, Avengers Endgame also, uh, just because again it was the the end of a decade, um, yeah. something that like, I don't know. The nerds we, in here, yeah. Well, we're just a bunch of nerds talking about nerd stuff. Yeah, yeah. But this one was cool because yeah, you know, we were all there when Iron Man came out, and just like holy crap, like a good superhero movie, <laughs> and then right? just kind of see this kind of snowball into what it is now, and mm-hmm. just to be able to be around for you know again another renaissance of just nerdum um yeah i agree 
Avengers Endgame walked so that Shang-Chi can run. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And then uh, I think my top one for this year is probably going to be One Shot of the Dead. It's One Cut of the Dead. You idiot. No surprise to me. And it's I can't talk about why. Because <laughs> I want everyone to watch it. Watch it. But don't talk about it. It's like the fight club of, of horror movies. Yeah. Well, I just don't want to ruin it. It's it's You can't talk about it because you will ruin it. Like I, just... I watched it and I was like, Pat, off, off once yeah. we're not recording, we're gonna talk about it. But Mike can't be in the room. Yeah, Mike, put on Mike your leave your silence. apartment. Leave your apartment right now so we can talk about it. Okay. <laughs> uh but it's just it's it made me feel so many good things, I guess. And that that's why I I liked it so it's just much. Weird for like a zombie movie. Yeah, especially because yeah. Oh, I don't. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Next category. <laughs> I'll watch at some point. That's fine. Now that we're past the holiday season, I actually like that was the weirdest thing. For the last... <laughs> well, you don't want to get it all messy. Yeah. Uh, that's been the funniest thing for me the last like three days or four because we're four days post Christmas. It's wild to me how much my life went from like I had no time whatsoever to now I'm sitting here going like, what did I do for fun? <laughs> what do we want to do today? Oh Finn? yeah, it, like the last two days I watched Letter Kenny and. Built Lego, <laughs> fucking great days. Good days are back. Uh, so we gonna move on to games or movie or TV next. What are we gonna do? Games are short for me. I could knock what? that out in a second. Games, <laughs> games. So games. I uh, honestly like I didn't play most of my games till the later half of this year. Uh, so my top five games are, are gonna be pretty new. Uh, I'll go with my number five, which is not necessarily a game, and I've we, I've talked about it so many times. I'm a broken record with this. But I'm going to just lump it all together. It's it's Xbox Game Pass because I've tried so many different games and I just love love the service again. I don't think I've paid for it yet because it was that one deal where you buy like however many Xbox Live months you had, you get it for free or something. I don't know. I It's fun because I've used it so many times. Uh, moving on to number four, uh, Red Dead Redemption number uh, two. Uh, it was a good, great story. Like one of the best stories um, I'm a little upset at it because I hate games where once you finish it, you can't go back and do achievements. And I didn't have another save. So, and I'm such an achievement whore. So I didn't, I didn't complete a lot of it. I kind of just wanted to complete the story so I could do the other things and I got it twisted, but still great story. Did you finish, finish it or did you just get to the epilogue? Oh, no, I finished, finished. I, I, know, I still I haven't played, finished it. I met the John Marston part, and I'm like, I don't want to go. I played Red Dead Redemption, the first one, and there's never, there's not a finish, finish until you finish, finish. I know, but I just... John Marston's one of my favorite characters in any video game ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Red Dead Redemption 1. I really, really, really like Red Dead Redemption 2. When So, spoilers for a game that came out last year. <laughs> uh, the game ends, and there's a whole epilogue that's as long as most other games where you get to play as uh, Marston leading up to Red Dead 1. And I realized what they were doing, and I went, "Oh, I don't want to know that story. I like, I like where I'm at now." Uh, yeah, you do a lot of chores, and then like, this is stupid. Got chorn, dude. You got a lot of chorn. It is a good like hours of chorn before you really get get to the meat and potatoes of it. Uh, yeah. So number where am I at? Number three on my list is Borderlands Three, and it's fun. I mean, I love Borderlands. I love. I love the the tweaks that did this game compared to any other Borderlands because it, they kept true to their story, their the way they designed stories, um, but they made it playable for others to join in in a much uh, equal format. 
Yeah, this one didn't penalize you if you if like you can play a ton and I can't. Like we can still play together, unlike yeah. the previous ones. Yeah, it was super tough um, on certain parts on solo, uh, but it made it fun. Um, but I didn't complete it because the next two on my list happened, and I I, I shelved it, and I still have is a Pokemon Sword and Shields. I put in tons of time into it. I really enjoyed uh, the overall just play of it, and the story was kind of weird. And I think the Having like giant Pokemon, it's just such a weird concept for for Pokemon because you don't see that ever, and then you get just giant Pokemon. I don't know. I was just like trying to like, why? Why? I, yeah, to me, there's just like I'm asking too many questions. I'm just gonna have fun with this, and that's it's cool how I get yeah. Godzilla Pokemon finding each other, <laughs> actual stadium for once. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, once I get like, oh yeah, this is a kids game. <laughs> Um, it was fun. I almost completed my Pokedex. I haven't touched it in the last few weeks, but um, it was fun. I mean, there's tons of times. Um, I don't know. I think I'm not sure if it just like social media has kept up with it or it was just the way they added certain like raids and all that. But I just had more like interactions with other people playing, uh, playing the game. Overall, it was just fun. Um, and then my number one, by far number one, it's Outer Worlds. I had so much fun with this game. Um, the stories, the characters, the music. Uh, even got a like from one of the music um, composers of the game on Twitter, which is cool. Um, I I did have multiple saves for this game because I wanted to go back and just see how I if I interacted negative, how would that have interacted with the game if I just killed someone off? Because I have answers for each for all those. And so I I finished the game. I was just overall. Um, just it was just fun and easily my number one pick so it's, there's my top five it's on my list it's not my number one though it's 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 high up there though um and that's that's about that's all four games plus some mini games on on game pass <laughs> so, so many so that's, many games that's game my pass. 2019 full playlist really i uh i didn't play as many games this year as i usually play but i still played a lot like i just i played an absurd absurd amount before that but uh like my my like honorable mentions would be Pokemon Sword and Shield. I've never given a shit about a Pokemon game, and this one was the first one that I'm like, this is fun. I get yeah. it. Um, I just stopped because of time at the moment, and the other games came out. But I fully intend to go back and finish it. Uh, Borderlands Three, I really enjoyed. I finished that game. I think it had a decent story, and like you said, there was quality of life improvements that really made it fun. End of the day, it was just, it was more Borderlands, which I'm not against, but I was like, okay, you're cool, but whatever. I hate the driving. I still hate the, hate the driving. I like the driving because I would just try to build the most jacked up cars I could. <laughs> I had like a mono wheel with a, uh, God, it was like a hover wheel and it, it was weird. It was a weird vehicle I used. Um, but when we get to the games I actually played and just really, really, really connected with, um, my number five is Cadence of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necrodancer. It's just crazy to me that Nintendo allowed an indie developer mm-hmm. to play in Zelda and it's such a fun game and the music is incredible. Like if you've ever liked Zelda music, there's mixes in this that are just unreal. It's well, yeah, so I heard, good. I heard a lot of people just like keep it at the uh, the main screen mm-hmm. just because the music, yeah. music, music, music is so great in that. It's uh it's a super fun game. My only da- the only downside is it's super short. I think it's like maybe three or four hours, mm-hmm. but it's oh, a wow. really, really good three or four hours. Um, the next game is the Outer Wilds, not the Outer Worlds, mm-hmm. Outer Wilds. I don't want to get too into what the game's about just in case people play it because it does go, it really has a cool story and goes places. The To give like the hook of it away, you're on a planet, you are a very uh, 
you're an alien you're an alien from a different alien species and they have a lot of stuff they build out of wood you are the first person in a long time that is going to go to space to try to solve a problem the problem is that the sun is going to explode in 22 minutes and the game is groundhog day because the sun will explode you will learn something every run and the idea is that you're building toward the run where you save everything but that being said, the story of the game is kind of beautiful and it's just such an interesting game to play. Um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is my number three. I love Star Wars. I talk about it a lot. This is my favorite Star Wars game in a very, very, very long time. And I think what it does, because everything in this game is in canon, what it does for Star Wars and what it sets up is so exciting. And the craziest part is some of the things it sets up are already being um referenced in the movies and tv shows so it's not just a one-off throwaway thing like this is something that is adding to the canon uh the gameplay is a little weird because it plays like a cross between a dark souls or like a souls like and uncharted and i don't think those two styles mesh all the time but if you just want the story you can take down to easy mode and it becomes absurdly easy um, but it's still a super fun game and I just really liked it. My number two is Outer Worlds for every reason you said, it's just a, just an amazing game. The only reason it didn't hit my number one is because I feel like the last third of it just kind of loses some steam. I think once you're done on Monarch, it's still good. It's still really, really good, but it just doesn't keep the level of good it had prior. Like this is in my opinion, I still fucking phenomenal game I, I i enjoyed every moment i played of it but my favorite game of the year is one that just i didn't expect i didn't think i i hadn't really looked at it i didn't give a shit that it was coming out uh but it's control like that game broke me on such a fundamental level like i obsessed with that game and i got so into that game that the things it brought up i started researching more of those things like i got back i got more into like cryptids and weird phenomena because that game oh my god dude that game the acting is killer the 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 characters are all amazing like dr darling is one of my favorite characters in a game i almost wanted to do like a top five like uh character list and i wanted darling to be at the top of that dude he the 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 previous director like oh my god like that game is fmv it's the best fmv games ever fucking existed in my opinion like it is so good like everything about the game from production value to quality and it also like the very 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 end of the game kind of starts to i feel like they didn't need to have a boss fight and they were like well that's how we end the game we have to do it but it's still god it's so good and that game also does a great job of like from the beginning of the game to the end of the game you start feeling like the most helpless real world human character that's ever existed and by the end of that game you are a god like it is it is the best Star Wars game I've ever played. Yep. It's the best X-Files episode I've ever seen. Like it's if you like Star Wars, X-Files, conspiracy theories, just games in general, like you need to play this game. I really want to. I mean, I've Dude, seen Dude, I I truly think you will love this game. I think you will really really like yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's so like up my alley like just being a freaking Jedi it seems like. I I mentioned that last time too and I don't know, just a story and, and everything I've seen and, and you talking about it, that's... And honestly, just knowing like what your time constraints are, I think it's a game that you would also be able to really take time with because you... um. And you want to. That's the weird thing it's about... It's not a super long game. Yeah. And it rewards you for playing it. Cool. 
yeah that was the thing i got out of control was that it's one of the few games that i want to read every single piece of paper that the character finds yeah dude it, god it's such a good I, I cannot wait for the the dlc coming out later or not later this year early next year I'm, I'm currently playing the the fallen order right now and i'm only like an hour in but it feels like tomb raider to me so far yeah it changes it's like a tomb raider uncharted but the combat gets a little fun. It, it tries to be a lot of games and it does all of them pretty okay if it wasn't star wars i wouldn't like it as much as i do but it is star wars so fuck it <laughs> i love it matt what you like um i was kind of tightening it up right now pokemon and pokemon and pokemon yeah, and pokemon? Just, uh, pokemon sword and then pokemon shield um <laughs> so surprisingly uh they're not that high on the list but um uh, starting from the bottom not really specific order the top one is the top one but these other ones are kind of like they're all my children they're just not my favorite one uh so the bottom i got Out- outer worlds um i absolutely love it i just kind of felt realized i guess that i i'm not meant for those types of games i never got into fallout and so i kind of started having a fallout with uh outer worlds but i i enjoyed it a lot i loved what it did it it is exactly what i thought it was going to be and it's funny as hell and that's kind of what i appreciated the most out of that one um next is probably mortal kombat 11 which was another surprise from netherrealm for me because never in a couple of decades would i have thought that a fighting game can have a good story. And I felt like these last three ones, especially uh, Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat 11, had incredible stories. At some point, they got to fuck up, right? Like, they're going to yeah. put out Mortal Kombat 12 and it's just going to be, like, the worst story. That's kind of what uh, 10 was to me. It wasn't the worst, but it was just like, okay. they. they I guess they, the uh, the one before this was kind of a fluke, but then they kind of came back. Yeah, and... 10 was spinning some wheels, and then they were like, all right, we got you. Yeah. I am a god. Uh, next is probably Pokemon. Um, I know there's a lot of issues that people have with it but i still love it it's still pokemon if you love pokemon you would like this too um to me it was a lot of quality of life stuff that people aren't paying attention to instead they're just focusing on the negative things and i I think this was pokemon as hell and it was probably the most fun i've had in a long time with pokemon um next is astral chain love that game one of the few games i actually finished this year um by the people that made i believe bayonetta Yes. Um, it's just it was just it's anime the game basically. It's just fun nonsense. It's a stupid story, but it's still kind of like, but what happens? What happens? And the game mechanics. Once you get a hold of him, it's you. You feel like a some sort of ninja future cop person. <laughs> but it's it's a fun game. And uh, top of my list is also Control. Um, just like Mike, I didn't really care about it i thought it was just gonna be some like run in the mill like oh here comes another action shooter game whatever don't care and then as soon as i started playing it i was like wow this is actually a game that was made for me dang both of you guys have it on your top list and i gotta play it top of 2019 i, 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 I think that's the the way to, it feels like a game that was made specifically for me yeah but it was actually made for me oh that's awkward but Can it's I have waiting some? for me no. have some? okay as long as Alex doesn't play it. My number one game, <laughs> Outer Worlds. Oh, that's Alex's. My number one game. <laughs> I'm different. Uh, but yeah, again, Control is just, it's just unexpected. And it's from a great studio, too. I just never got into stuff like Alan Wake. So that's, again, why I didn't care about this one. But getting into it, it's it's all the spooky stuff I love. And it's not super scary. Because I've said I don't like, I like, I like scary things. I don't like scary games. So this one was kind of perfect. It still had that eeriness to it. 
that mystery and then again you I love it when games make you feel like a badass. So that's my main issue with most horror games is that you always feel helpless. But in this one, you're not. Well, it, it reminded me of like in Silent Hill where like you, you know, Pyramid Head or something's in the background. You're like, just got to skate around. Just got to yeah. skate around. it. But in this that. game, you do that. Yeah. But then like five hours later, you're like, I am the danger. Where's that piece of shit? Yeah. Where are you at? Why well, you hide from me? <laughs> now my head's the pyramid. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I'm the pyramid now. Kind of. <laughs> and that's Matt's list. Yay. Matt likes video games. Beep, 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 beep. Wait, did you say Matt likes horrors? Horrors. Oh. Horrors. Horrors. <laughs> I was like, shit. My top five horrors of the oh, year. Yeah, my <laughs> Got a little bit of Monica in my life. <laughs> that guy's German. Got a little bit Monica in my life. This <laughs> <laughs> is the mambo number five. Little bit of Gina by my side. What's up? <laughs> Televisions. Top shows. I. Alex's I have, top five. I. Ooh, top five. I'll, I'll go with some honorable mentions Alex's real fast. Top 17. I do. I watch a lot of shows, way more than movies. Uh, one honorable mention that was not released in 2019, but I did watch it in 2019 finally was I binge watched. Does it count? All the office <laughs> doesn't count for sure, but I watched it in 2019. That I counts. spent a lot of time on it. Um, that's a that's a that's a lot of TV. Oh to yeah, binge, yeah. Oh yeah. That I think that was my experience with it too, or maybe I caught it, it towards the last. In a season. couple seasons, you could just now not ever watch again. No, no, yeah. definitely. Yeah, skip season one next time. Skip season one and skip after Michael Scott leaves, and you have a real tight, real great show. I'm not happy when Jim went to the other branch for a while either. Yeah, I like the characters that that came off. back. Yeah, I think that was the only reason, I guess. Tuna. <laughs> Big tuna. Uh, let's see here. Honorable mention would be uh, Black Mirror. Now, it wasn't uh, critically acclaimed. like It was really poor, re- poorly reviewed. But I do like Black Mirror in general. I don't think they went as far as they've done in the past. Uh, but it was Black Mirror. Yeah, not I like great, it. Not great Black Mirror. Still good. You know what? I haven't yeah. finished that one. I just I just forgot about it. Yeah. I like the episodes I watched. I think I watched the first two. Um, let's see here. Um, so on Netflix, I watch a lot of more family shows too. And one was one day at a time. Um, this was more of like a Cuban family that that's living in the U S and it was three generations living in an apartment. And it was just, it's just a good family show. Um, it's since been canceled, but it's been picked up by some weird other streaming service. I don't know where it's at to be honest. Like I forget what it's called, but it, it was good. It was just a good watch. Um, my wife and I enjoyed it. Um, speaking of actually one of my, if I had to rank it out of the usual ones we're going to mention, uh, Kim's convenience by far is one of my favorite shows I discovered in 2019 is it's another good family kind of show. Um, but it has just good family dynamics, which I really enjoyed. Um, definitely would watch, you know, binge watch all of it again. It's definitely deserves more praise, um, than it's been getting, I think it went from TV to Netflix. I'm not too sure, but I just binge watched it all on Netflix. Such a good series, such a good feel good family show. Um, definitely recommend it. Um, definitely not your um, usual, you know, action and big big thriller ones that you see that are getting more of a recognition. Speaking of, I'm going to recognize some of those. <laughs> um, the more recent Letter Kenny is out, uh, season eight, uh, and it definitely brought home more of season seven uh, felt felt more of the original uh letter kenny vibes just every episode on on season eight was good 
leaves you wanting more. Um, definitely great. And if you haven't seen it, we've did our second. What was it? Second episode? No, it's Third. one of our first episodes. Because you did, we did uh, Cobra Guy. Uh, yeah, and then we did Mandy, and then I think we did Letter Kenny. But I don't remember. No, I think it was Mike's. Yeah. Turn. Did you choose Letter Kenny then? Then I chose Letter okay. Kenny. Yeah, so if you still unsure about Letter Kenny, it's in the title. It's in there. It. Go find it. Definitely it's watch it. It's a good it. one. It's my favorite episode. When was it again? Episode four, <laughs> so I'm probably like Aprilish. <laughs> um, then I'll do the the usual, you know, the Game of Thrones. Even though it wasn't ended well, well I still that was gonna make it to my other list that I didn't do. The upsets of the year. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I still have an upsets of the year too, and it's on that. <laughs> uh, should be at least. Uh, so Game of Thrones definitely good week to week. I mean, how how could you not? Still, even though it was it was poorly written, just having that experience of everyone waiting week to week, there really hasn't been a show uh, that has had that magnitude. Even though there's others on the on my list, um, Game of Thrones is just just one that kind of separates from the others, um, good or bad. Uh, my personal favorite, um, the next one is My Hero Academia. Uh, continues on, uh, good superhero anime show yeah i gotta watch this last season I, I missed it yeah this one's kind of this new season isn't focusing on and deku so much as as more of the other uh superheroes which is probably fine it's it's a good good uh storyline it kind of kind of reminds me of like one punch man which honestly should make my list as well but season two was pretty good yeah it was all just finished that one recently. i hate when critics say this was blah 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 this and that that's what no, i'm learning watch that, it that's kind of what kept me away from it then i actually watched it earlier this month yeah Still good. Yeah, does not focus on One Punch Man. Besides, he's like a side character on this season. So he has to be. He's the Superman of the world. Yeah, he is a Superman. Just and all these other superheroes are trying their damn hardest to uh, to keep everything peace. Um, and yeah, things happen. Uh, Broken Nine Nine, uh, continuing series, still really good. Still highly recommend it. Um, now we're gonna go to the top six. So number six would be His Dark Materials. It's on HBO. Um, still a really good season. It's um, definitely on the bottom of my six just because um, it, it definitely is a more of a slow burn. It does feel like it goes on like a book's pace, uh, but still really enjoy it. If a lot of people who said now Game of Thrones is done and HBO is done, go watch his dark materials on HBO. They do such a good job. And my next one on the list, it would be Watchmen. Those two make it's definitely worth it to get HBO just for those two. Uh, Watchmen is definitely... Um, if I had to rank my my six, it'd be Watchmen would be number two on this list. Um, so if you're still unsure about HBO, watch those two series. It's still worth it. Um, I think... Is The Boys HBO as well? Uh, Amazon. Amazon. Okay, cool. That's why I have it separate. Uh, the Boys would be number two or three. It just really just depends... On my mood, I guess, but the boys is definitely up there. I'm angry. Uh, it's the boys today. It, it really is. I mean, if I want some more thought provoking Watchmen, if I want something just a little bit more action packed, a little bit straightforward kind of action, I go with the boys. I think they're both cool examples of realistic superhero, though. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like I, yeah, I just can't wait for either of these. Well, I think there are two sides of the coin too, because one's like superheroes in reality, and one's superheroes as a power fantasy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So two and three, I mean, flip of coin. Um, oh, one I've been looking forward to, I didn't really know much about game, comics, I mean, sorry, books, is The Witcher. But I've thoroughly enjoyed the season. Going to your Witcher, a ballet, a when you posted that, I had that in my head for so long. 
Like the whole the whole day, I was like humming it. <laughs> I've been singing it all week. <laughs> Toss a coin to your Witcher. So um, I have Stranger Things on here as well. I think it wasn't the best season. Um, probably actually probably one of the worst seasons. But I still res- still respect Stranger Things for what it is. I I don't know where it's going from for the next season. Um, Russia. Yeah, yeah. And then they're gonna find Captain uh, Russia from uh, Captain Russia's Black in Widow. Russia. Yeah, and then he, it's a prequel to the new Black Widow. Yeah, his, his brain got scrambled, so he's like, "I'm Mikolai." Or, or <laughs> Alexi. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Stranger Things is on there just for the sheer, um, I don't know, I guess fandom it brings with it. Um, yeah, it just it's just kind of unique in its own way, um, and of course. My number one pick is The Mandalorian. It has it has everything I I would like like in a series. It has a great storyline, has great character growth, it has um action, it has just you know, yeah, baby Yoda. Just baby Yoda. I would like to see the baby. Yeah. I mean it's every single uh, episode I I felt good about it I I enjoyed it even the ones that weren't as strong it was kind of kind of more of like a side quest episode I still thoroughly enjoyed it because it showed how much of a a threat um different weapons could be to like a civilization of how much um I felt a lot of these episodes felt like yin and yang like you got to put some good in and there's there's evil out there it just yeah overall such a good series so there's my there's my top shows of 2019. I agree with you. Those are your top shows of 2019. Um, <laughs> I do agree. There's a lot of over uh, overlap on mine too. Uh, my honorable mentions are going to be The Boys, Watchmen, and The Witcher, only because The Boys I think is phenomenal. <laughs> um, but it just after I watched it, I was like, I don't need to watch that again for a while. I just like it's intense. It is intense. It's like Joker to me almost. Not yeah. as not as intense, but it's still like it takes it out of you. <laughs> Watchmen, I'll be uh, finishing probably tomorrow. But what I've watched of it so far, I think is phenomenal. Are you but still again, where you were last time. Yep. Okay. What, um, what episode is that? Like, like three or four. I'm like halfway have, through. You got three left, I think, because he you haven't gotten to Looking Glasses. I haven't seen any Blue Dong yet. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. The Blue Dong, you know, you're towards the end. Oh no. Uh, but uh, I I really like the show, but I just. Obviously, I didn't like it as much as other things because I made time for other things, and that's the one where I'm like, oh, I'll get to you. And then The Witcher is just... i It's not on the top list because it just came out, but it surprised me how good it is. Like, it's a fun, trashy, pulpy, medievals, like, fantasy story, and I'm super into it. Um, for my actual top shows, my number five is a show that I don't think I've ever talked about on here, and it surprised me because I've probably rewatched the entire first season like 10 times this year. It's I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. So he was right on Saturday Night Live. He did a bunch of shows on Adult Swim. My favorite humor on Adult Swim are the shows like Tim and Eric where they're the really random stuff. So Things that make me uncomfortable. So what this does is it it takes that feeling but then makes a funny sketch around it. So instead of it just being like a weird like zoom in on the face, mm. there's a story around it. It's six episodes. They're like 15 minutes each. They're... It is, it is like, this is my exact flavor of comedy. Like, this is what I think is the funniest shit in the world. What was it called again? Um, I think you should leave. What's it on? On Netflix. So the first. I've never heard of it. Yeah. I feel like a dick for not telling you guys about this. But like the first sketch is literally 
he finishes up a job interview to Starbucks and it's just him trying to leave and being too proud to push the <laughs> pull door. Okay. And you don't even have to have audio on if you just see what's going on in this. It's like it's just it's just funny. And he's hilarious and he has some of his friends come on, which is like Andy Samberg and I, I do like the things that actually happen. Like, oh yeah, that happens to me and, too. And that's what this is. Everything on it is like so a thing. Not you... Tim and Eric. <laughs> well, no, no, but that's the thing. It's like it's what if this real life thing led to a Tim and Eric situation? Gotcha, gotcha. So like, this is a guy who can't leave the door or can't walk out, and he's just too proud. But then well, it leads to the Tim and Eric like close-ups of the face and the like blinking eyes. Like what? 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 What's that? Um, is that David Cross show? Uh, Mr. Increase... Show. No, the increasingly. No. The increasingly something bad uh, decisions correct. of Todd Margaret. It's Todd yeah, Margaret. Yeah, I know Todd Margaret. Yeah. Is it like that? <laughs> Similar to, but not as like cringy. Okay. It's is not he, cringy. That's what got me out of the yeah, show. Like, 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 is he pulling? It should be pushing. Yes, he's too proud to do it. And the guy just keeps going like, you can just, you can just push it. Or like the just the guy looks long like shots Zed. on the face. <laughs> just the facial expressions. Jeez. Oh, why does he keep pulling it? You see what I mean about the like? Yeah. There's a little Tim yeah. and Eric in it, but it's a good show. Okay. God, that's how I felt when I I showed you the picture of the Starbucks sign I I, I hit during Target. You mean, did a kickflip? And I just like I left. Well, it's weird because the Target there's only one entrance. When you left Target, or when you were asked to leave Target. <laughs> yes. Uh, the first time I was just leaving, and then, yeah, hit the sign, ran for it. I put this stuff back in my car. My my wife and daughter were waiting in line. I was like, oh shit! Like, did you see that? She's like, I saw that. <laughs> And I saw everything I want a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then so like, I don't, I don't know what I should I do. Would they remember me? Like, I don't know why. I was just like freaking out. Hey, it's the asshole. I broke the sign. Yeah. I went back in like after a few minutes and both signs were just on the floor and people were just rolling the cards on yeah, them. Once you dropped one, another kid ran by, said anarchy, knocked the other side yeah. down and then just ran out. I stand yeah. with Alex. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so yeah so if that if that adventure you had seems like something you think would be funny you should watch this show it's fucking great uh my number four is superstore oh yeah this show broke me because i thought for years like it's been out for five years i think and i would have people telling me oh you should watch it you'll love it oh you should watch it you work at a you work at uh, a retail store you'll think it's hilarious ha 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 and the same people were the ones that told me to watch Big Bang Theory, which I, mm. I hate that show. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> and it wasn't until like I was listening to a podcast and the host was talking about how like Superstore has the best examples of like modern workplace um, issues and why they're important. And he starts talking about how like there's a storyline where one of the work- workers gets deported in a raid by ICE. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a comedy and so in the la- like the only really fun thing I did over the month of December was I binge watched five seasons of it. It's incredible. Like if you've ever worked retail, you- it is upsetting how accurate it is. I, I watched every single episode and I'm, I'm right there with you because I worked retail seven years. Yeah. And you watch it and you're like, yep, did yeah. that or the, a variation of. Yeah. The best examples are not even part of the storyline. They give you like little clips of customers. You're just being idiots. Like, yeah. Opening a toothbrush <laughs> and like like brushing their teeth and was like, Oh no, I don't like this. And puts it back on the shelf, like just examples. And then working retail like that. Yeah, no, I see that happening. Yeah. Customers are freaking re- like so dumb. Yeah. I only watched the first season when it was coming out and just kind of fell off. But when I was watching it, yeah, same, same deal. Yeah. Like coming from retail, that's it. I don't, I don't say the first season is probably the weakest because that's the one where they're trying to be the most broadly funny show. Yeah. And then as it goes on, it just tightens and tightens and tightens. And then you're just like, Oh shit, this is a real show about what it's like to be 
not even in retail, just to be this this specific type of working class in America yeah. now. I, I do feel like it does the service level. I think you could, if you really wanted to make a show, you could go deeper. Oh, about, you yeah. know, well, because this still has to be fun. And this not has to be on NBC, sad. and like we could make a we could make an HBO retail season. There needs to be like a cross between the movie Waiting and this, because there's <laughs> yeah. always got to be the one person who yeah. swears way too much. And it's usually me. Yeah. I've been here for half an hour. We just opened. <laughs> Literally happened to me when I was. Oh yeah, yeah. Tons of, yeah. I've been waiting in line for fifteen minutes, man. We opened five minutes ago. Yep, <laughs> Literally, I've I've had that the last uh, this last couple of weeks. <laughs> Why don't you have Target's ad? Yeah, we we're not we're not that store. What do you mean it's not Tuesday? I uh the the number three show for me is what we do in the shadows, which is on I think FX FX X X X um sex. If you've never watched the movie, what we do in the shadows, it's a Taika Waititi film that is. It's presented as though it is a documentary so about vampires living in New Zealand. Nice. And when they said they were going to do a TV show adaptation of it, I was super worried. I was like, that's going to suck. I don't, I don't, it's not going to be something I want to wanna. watch. It is both a sequel to the movie, a companion piece to the movie, and I'm just going to say it is better than the movie. Mm-hmm. Damn. Dude, it is. I haven't gotten to that point where I would say it's better, God. but it's, well, it's it's got the spirit of it. I finished the season. Once you finish the season, you're just like, that was an amazing story, and holy shit, I need more. I haven't it, watched the movie or the show. Definitely uh, shows on or the movies on Amazon. Highly recommend that one. That was top what movie was it of again? that year. Uh, what, what we, we do? What, what we do in the shadows? Yeah. What we do in the shadows? I've so good. That. It, I think I've yeah, heard it that has um, what's his name from Fly the Concord? Jermaine Clement, uh, Taika Waititi. Uh, fucking two other guys, but it's basically too yeah. like it's different types of vampires. So, like if you think of a vampire from a movie, Reese, we all think of a different kind. Reese Darby's yeah. werewolf. Yeah. Okay. So like, is it, it funny? It, oh, it's hilarious. so funny. Okay. It's one of the funniest is, movies. Have you ever watched Flight of the Concords? Mm, no, I can't. All say right, so done. you should also watch Flight of the Concords. Really fantastic, but you it's you the same really level of humor. Watch that one. It's the same kind of just weird, fun, foreign humor, and it's just fun. <laughs> I think I've seen like other like trailers and episodes, and I just it just didn't catch my interest. Well, it's cool right. because they they acknowledge all vampires as canon. So like, yeah. there's the Nosferatu, there's yep. the the, the uh, interview with the vampire. Yeah, there's the Dracula, Dracula. There's, there's the like emo kid. Yeah, the, the, the my favorite is the Twilight vampire. They all yeah. hate, and it's like he just sparkles. Oh dang! Okay, I think um, the, show, though, the show though the show has the dude from uh, IT Crowd. Father. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and he oh, no god way. damn, he's so good. <laughs> yeah, he turns into a bat and he just runs. This is, bat. <laughs> this is my topiary of vaginas. <laughs> It's so good. It's so goddamn. Now I gotta finish that. They're making show. a uh, they're making a sequel movie about the werewolves. Yeah, the werewolves. werewolves. Yeah. Um. God. We're werewolves, a... not swearwolves. I have a swearwolves patch on my computer right behind you. I'm jealous. It says. For some reason, that's my favorite part of the movie. Is just the werewolves in yeah. there. Because I, they're I, I just look... dogs. They just yeah. like they they pee on things to market. <laughs> I love Reese Darby too. It. I I love when you take something that should be scary and terrifying and go like. It's real dumb, and you're like, shit, it is really yeah. dumb. They can't do anything during the day. <laughs> he got uh, trapped as a bat and got locked up at the uh, animal shelter. Spoilers. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, Reese, God, yeah, fuck, I forgot about that. Reese Darby has a cryptid podcast. What? Weirdly, yeah. I, that, it, I would listen to that because, one, I like cryptids, but also his voice is specifically one of my favorite yeah, voices him, to ever hear. Him and like, his friends just talk about cryptids. They don't really release regularly, but... Does he say Jumanji in it? Because that's Jumanji. my favorite part of the Jumanji movies. <laughs> Jumanji. Welcome to Jumanji. <laughs> uh, my Live action th- Nigel Thornberry. He could be him. Oh, he could. <laughs> my favorite or my uh, second favorite show of the year is The Mandalorian. 
Um, Sony's dead. No, it's just it's just fucking great. I just I love that show. Even the even again like the quote unquote bad episodes. Mm. I I love them. I think they're fun. I just wish they weren't filler, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, that's I think the pacing this season was wrong, yeah. and I think there was a lot of experimentation. Pre season. I I have so much faith in this show. Um, it's also really interesting if you look at some of the things on how the show was made. Like the special effects are done in Unreal Engine four. Oh yeah, and I saw something about the. Uh... They have like the three screens going yeah, on. Yeah, they use a th- like a 280 degree or some nonsense where they, instead of a green screen, they're actually projecting on giant LCD screens behind the actors. Yeah. Not though. But it also explains why some of the some of the scenes just look off, but you can't put your finger on it. It's because it's literally tech you've never seen used in that uh, yeah. way. Yeah, okay, okay. But also like on certain scenes where you see IG-11, you're like, he looks... He he looks stop motion, but also CG, and I can't figure out it's because it's a video game character. Mm. Uh, which I just I just think that's such a weird, cool extra bit. Yeah. And then my favorite show of the year is just straight up Letterkenny. I I fuck that show so good. Um, I loved the six seasons that were out prior to this year, and season seven was really good. But by the end of it, there's a a thing that happens in the plot that s- just broke my heart. Not like in a bad way. I mean. I mean, not a heartbreak isn't fun, but like, can't believe Stuart died. It really made me <laughs> sad. And then watching the newest season, you realize that they were they. There's a reason they came out within a few months of each other. Um, it really should have been season seven A and season seven B. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised it was a whole new season. I was like, wait yeah. a minute, did we? Was that? I thought that was just well, yeah, part, no. like half because you 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 just like uh, posted about the new season. I was like. Didn't you guys just tell me there was a new season like a couple a month months ago? ago. Yeah. yeah, and then the other, and I completely forgot. They're like on the twenty seventh. Just get a notification on my phone like season season eight of Letter Kenny's on hey, Hulu. Give your balls a tag. Dude, <laughs> oh God, dude, Shorzy's in this a lot. It's it's Shorzy's my favorite, favorite character. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, please and thank you very much. <laughs> please and thank you and thank you. <laughs> that character, I fucking I wanted to hate that character, but every time I heard her, I was like, I, was I hate, I hate that I could, excuse me please and thank you very much like it's the tone everything about it but where do they come up with that i don't know man but like that god damn that season especially the eighth season and it's so funny because when season seven ended like my heart was broken like i was sad and then when season eight ended i was so happy like i wanted to just jump up into a fist bump into the air and be like yeah freeze frame that's what it felt like it was so good don't you but yeah, there was a lot of good TV this year. Like that's not even getting into like the good place. And like, that's, I, yeah, I was actually surprised I got like almost said the good fight, which is also <laughs> a good show, but I realized it just sounds like I'm reading from a list. That's only shows that have good, in the good. Title. good burger, John Goodman <laughs> mysteries. Um, so speaking of good, and I'm kind of surprised it wasn't on your list. One of the, uh, my favorite shows of this year was good omens. It is. It was, it was up there for me. It's just, Oh, there was just a lot of good TV this year. Yeah, there was. Um, next up was Stranger Things. I I think this was a stronger season to me. Uh, I think this was better than season two by 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 far. Yeah, like it, it was also emo, like near on my. That was the worst part of the entire, all of it. If, <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If I had made my list like ten shows, those probably both would have been on it. Um, I actually did make my ten ten shows. Uh, let's see got the expanse i'm not complete i'm not done with the season but it's still very solid and again i think the expanse is the best sci-fi show that's ever been on tv when okay. it, when okay. i was told that how many baby yodas um <laughs> seven bobby fricks <though>. yeah 
<laughs> when I was told that it was canceled on Sci-Fi, I just I just like stopped watching the season, yeah. and I was behind. I was like, okay, I'll watch out. It's canceled. Well, I don't want to get invested now. And then it was picked up through Amazon, mm-hmm. and it's like, but I haven't gone back to it. But I I, I watched it all the way until uh, they were like something about plants or something, like season two. <laughs> okay, or, yeah, where they find yeah. the botanist. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know how far. It's pretty good. Uh, I would still recommend keep going, and it's probably better now because I feel like I should go back and rewatch the previous season because it's been so long. And I'm like, what the f- what the hell is happening again? So much happens. Portals and there's basically the Geth from uh, Mass Effect in there and super efficient gas. I think <laughs> you have my attention. It's awesome. <laughs> we have Geth up in there's there. There's bas- basically one of the. the big bads in the the show or the geth i almost bought a toyota camry five years ago because the face of it reminded me of the geth shepherd commander uh next up is again surprise it wasn't on mike's list it's always sunny pretty solid season solid season but i had to compare it to season 13 which is my favorite season of the show mm-hmm. and so it was still really and it got better as the season yeah. i think the first couple episodes were a little shaky it was and uh i think once we got to that charlie episode that's when it really picked how up how many episodes are out because if i were to catch up is it gonna 14 take me like seasons 10 episodes each 22 minutes each episode and you can skip season one 100 yeah. see i'm a purist i can't do it I'll go for it well no uh, this, parks is, and rec, this, this the isn't office. like the office or parks and rec though where i'm like season one's mm-hmm. bad Season one's just not as good as like well, season one's day. I still Vino gotta hits. watch it though. I, I, oh look, I, I, you're, you're gonna be out three hours, and it's worth it. I I, I, would, yeah. I would suggest watching it just to see where the characters start. I, I was rewatching it last night when I went to bed, and I was so upset weird. with how young they all look. It's, it's so, just so weird <laughs> how the characters are in themselves. Like I bet you that Charlie can read or something. Yeah. Uh, great show though. Always, always, always. Uh, I'm afraid a that I'm, I'm too far behind now. Oh no, dude, you're not. Like, oh. I, th- it is a show that once you start, you will be done with it in the space of two weeks. Is it still going? Yeah, yeah. they just finished the season recently. They do one season Good a year, Lord. ten episodes. They just tied. Oh, ten. They, that's. I mean, yeah, I guess that's doable. Yeah, yeah it, it's 20, it's twenty minute. I caught it with Venture Brothers. It will yeah. shock you how yeah. quickly you tear through it. Yeah, because like, yeah, like and also, but once you get to season two, it's like I gotta watch the next one. I gotta and watch and I mean okay. it in the best way. It's a mindless show in so far as like it's not a serialized thing where you have to like. You'll pay attention, you'll enjoy it, but like you're not going to be like, but oh shit, but what happened three episodes ago? Let me go back and reference, or like, oh no, I missed an episode. I'm fucked. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But Frank says he doesn't like trash at all in this one, but then he becomes a trash man later. I'm gonna laugh at that later. <laughs> oh, Frank, yeah, Reynolds, Frank Reynolds is <laughs> one of the best characters that's ever existed. <laughs> the Warthog. Oh, Glenn. Um, what was I gonna say about that? Shoot. Oh, um, I, I don't know if it's still true, but for a while each episode was kind of like based on a movie. Yeah. So it's kind of fun to figure out, like, what movie was this supposed to be? This season, they did a lot of, like, I, I like the last couple of years they've been doing um message episodes where, like, this season they did their one on global warming. Yeah. And they never tell you it's about global warming. They just let you through these asshole characters go, like, oh, both sides are kind of fucked, but also one side's way more wrong than the other. Or even the last episode just being about, like, the pressure of making the show. Where even at the end it feels oh I just I just liked it even at the end where it feels like you're like oh my god are they done and then it's like oh yeah. we're just gonna keep doing this forever and you're like fuck yeah you are give us it the is. money next is probably creep show um great to see this style of show exist again um it's kind of gives you the the feeling of tales from the crypt I think the highs in this season of creep show were really high but the lows are really low I agree. but I am. I'm very excited for season two because yeah. I think just like Mandalorian, this was their like, let's throw it all at the wall, mm-hmm. see what people like, and we'll make the good one next. Yeah, there was a whole, it, it's definitely not perfect, but I'm, I'm just happy that it's there. Um, but I agree. There was some stinkers and some gems. 
I don't think it ever got as good as that first episode. The two in the first episode the, are the house, the dollhouse one. Yeah, that le- legitimately one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Um, a lot of toys in here that could like one day I'm just gonna walk in and be like, "What happened to Matt Smith's head? Why is it on the ground?" Um, the boys also make my list. The boys, the boys. A uh, great example of a superhero show that's believable and funny and bloody. It's got other things so I like. Fucking bloody. If you want to see a baby get weaponized, you you have two options my, now. You have the Mandalorian and you have the boys. I think the boys does it better. One of my friends dressed up as Butcher and put LED lights in a baby. <laughs> Fuck, that's a good costume. Butcher. Um, next up would probably be The Kingdom. I thought The Kingdom was cool. Was, it, was that the Netflix series? It's a Korean show uh, about a zombie apocalypse that happens during um, a, I guess, medieval Korea. I don't like the zombies in this one. They got the fast ones, but they got a cool thing where the zombies have to avoid sunlight. They don't die. They just like fall asleep and need to go sleep in the shadows. Did you get your vampire movie mixed up in my zombie show? Maybe. Did you get your peanut butter in my chocolate? But uh, it's it's it was a good series. I was surprised by it. Um, had it on my my list uh for Netflix, but it's one of the thousands that kind of put been put to the side. It went by pretty quick too. It's just weird too. The, the rules in that one. Um, Watchmen is probably my top. I got one more, but I I'm excited to talk about Watchmen. I, we really already talked about it, but I I love this. Yeah, I wouldn't have watched it if it wasn't for you, to be honest with you. And uh, I I wouldn't have either. I had zero intention of watching that show until you were like fucking guys for real. Yeah, because I was surprised because I put we all push it off. I didn't watch it initially. I think like um I think I started watching it. I want to say there right. were four episodes out by the time I got I think it so. And just blown away by how well they handled the um the, the, the source material, I guess, coming from the comics instead of the movie. And we were talking about this in a previous episode, but it's just it's it's everything that we said. Go watch it. Go watch The Watchmen and The Witcher. I loved it. The end. Sweet. Fun. Just super <laughs> yeah. fun. It's just it a is. fun series. I, I'm again like super surprised that uh, Henry Cavell pulled off the Witcher. Like mm. I can now only see him Do- as the w- Witcher instead of Superman. Mm. Doesn't it make you just get even angry about how fucked he got over on Superman? Like I'm just looking at him going like, wait, you're he was fantastic in this, fantastic Mission Impossible. Not I'm so just good in the Man from Uncle. That's those were my two viewings was but, Superman and Man from Uncle. Even then, he wasn't the main. Yeah, he wasn't like, the yeah. worst. It was just like, hey, but like now I'm looking at him going like, wait a minute, you're an actually decent actor. Yeah. You would have been really good if they given you a good Superman movie. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the one where the script doesn't live up to the actor. And I kind of got like a man crush on him after watching some interviews and seeing how deeply he kind of got um into becoming Superman cuz he, he he didn't say why, but I think we call we all know why. He named his dog Cal. Like it's yeah. because yeah. Superman. And then he's from the UK, which I didn't even know. I thought he was American. No, and, his he has a classy accent. Yeah. Um he got into American football over here and he chose for his team to be uh, the Chiefs. And I'm like, wait a minute, Kansas City Chiefs, Kansas Superman, Smallville. Oh, I just, it, that was because they call Perry a chief. No. Uh, <laughs> but it, yeah, his, his job as uh, Geralt of Rivia. And uh, I, I get this weird vibe that he can be a Christopher Lambert Raiden. Like he even has the voice, I think. 
Yes, like, I 100% am with you. I totally understand what you mean <laughs> yeah. by that, too. My only knock on him is that it's he's almost too good looking. And I think that's why I'm, I criticize him so much. I'm like, ah, this pretty boy is not going to take things seriously. That's and he does. Yeah. Um, and know? again, like going through the interviews, like I can see that he's really doing the homework for this stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I respect can, that. The tournament's starting. <laughs> that could be him. Hmm. He's like, let me read a lot of Polish uh, fantasy books to get good. And they're doing a lot of good effects in there. Like it's just right off the bat starts off with this giant spider monster coming out of the, the water. Um, I think majority, really all the effects I didn't really have any issues with. You just have to be conscious of like the time jumps when it does happen. That's the, yeah, that is the main the issue big knock with this on season it. is um, for whatever reason, time jumps. And it's just like time jumps in full on episodes. And there's a the, there's a lot they skim over too, or like oh, I'm supposed to know this, or I, I again feel like on this they maybe like we're like we don't know if we can tell everything we want, so here's a bunch of shit. Does yeah. it good? Yeah, it's a lot of stories. That, from what I've read, it's just a compile of stories to be in episodes, and then we're gonna try to streamline them together did, somehow. Did the books ever do that? Not not like this. No. Not anywhere like not like this. This this feels more like a best of right now where they're like mm-hmm. it's almost like they're like trying to still tell a story but be like this is why you should care. This is what and they mm. don't ever flat out go like this is a witcher. A witcher does this. Yeah. Yeah. They drink potions. That's, they fight things. I kind of appreciate that because I'm not I know I I played like maybe 2 hours of the game and I'm still like oh those are the potions that he needs and oh he has two swords because of this. Yeah, like Roach only silver can hurt me. Well, okay, cool. I've got a silver sword. Yeah. And that's all they talk about on it. I'll You're just right like, back. okay, Silver does a thing. But yeah, that's a it's a good cool. show, man. It is. A lot of good setups for 2020. Yeah, I have a I have a, like I feel like 2020 is gonna have some great shows in it then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be weird that we're gonna say, like, oh, remember back in, in the twenties? <laughs> yeah. Remember back in twenty twenty. The old nineteen twenty twenty twenties. Because yeah, when we refer to the twenties, it's no longer nineteen twenties, and yeah. it bugs me. Hmm. Well, we still don't reference this as a tens either. Yeah, that's kind of. Oh, I, it's coming though. Yeah, I don't even know how to like do that. I don't even know how to do that with the nineteen tens, like the tens. It was aught ten. The tens. Remember the tens. Remember the tens. Tens were a place. Anything used to call them bees. I, I mean, honestly, all that happens in the tens is you get into your first world wars. So, we're so good. speaking of the Witcher, and then so if you want to include this or coming. not, um. You know, I was thinking about this today too, with The Witcher being so good on on Netflix. Like, what are some other video game series you would like to adopt, adapt um, as a TV series? Because I think now it used to be like, oh, we're gonna make Halo into a movie or a series, and they just couldn't do it. And I think now, well, District Nine. Yeah, now I think we could do it. Like, I think now there's a great chance for Netflix to really capitalize on this unspoken hero of like we could get good video game stories now on tv and i was just kind of wondering quick question what would you guys like being adopted funny enough me and Cesar were actually talking about this last night tetris. um yes tetris oh, I know. actually i was listening um, and I, yeah, that's I how i got it we actually got a new google home mini and that's how you got it yes google uh, what's matt talking about uh zelda i think they are working on a legend of zelda show are they but it, i think so <laughs> but i think i think that would be a good time to have some sort of like a doesn't have to be high fantasy but like very hard fantasy. It, it uh, should Zelda. be like The Witcher, but more fun, more less scoring. Yeah. 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 Um, I would love Control. I think that like that would Great. be the yeah. next X Files. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Twin Peaks X Files. It. I mean, that's what it is. That's what it. it, it yeah. Pulled from. I didn't put in here Alan Alan Wake as well because yeah. I think that would be a really great story. Alan it, Wake's such so much better a story than it is a game. So yeah. yeah. That's why I couldn't finish it. Um, 
yeah, funny enough, even even a Grand Theft Auto type of game <laughs> would be pretty fun. Mario Kart. Actually, Luigi's Mansion might be fun, like kid show. Yeah. It should be like um. They should present it like a documentary where every week he goes to a different place to be like, "I get your ghost, Mario. <laughs> Who are you gonna call?" And they always just check in on Mario. He's like, "Still not there, man. Yeah. I don't know this kid." It's gonna reveal that it was Waluigi <laughs> the entire time. Then season two starts. It was me. Wow, ah. um. ah, look at my thing. <laughs> I got these long legs. I've only got one leg. What's the other shoe full of? I'll never <laughs> tell. He's my dick. <laughs> oh shit! Um, other ones that we just like Gears of War, Left for Dead, The Last of Us, Bioshock. I think there's there's some merit to a lot of those ideas that could be adapted. Bioshock's got to be a movie. I could see Left for Dead. Yeah, almost the CGI because, like, is gonna be insane. Left for Dead presented like a good version of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife said Tomb Raider would be a good one. I was like, oh yeah, that'd be pretty good. I think Tomb Raider would be better as a TV show than movie. Like just yeah. like, every week or every couple weeks, a new adventure. Yeah, another serialized yeah. thing. New mystery goes to another mystery. Especially after watching The Mandalorian and how they can kind of like, again, the pacing's off, but I think I think you can have those exact same episodes in a slightly different mm-hmm. order and mm-hmm. we wouldn't even have to change it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that style of like, that because that is a video game, like every few episodes he finishes the quest, goes back home and gets a new piece of armor and he has a new tool, he gets a new weapon. Did he, like, up, he did upgrade his armor. Yeah, yeah. he finished yeah. He, in the last episode. He finished the set, and it made me remember like World of Warcraft, like back in the day. When I was like, <laughs> finishing a set was hard. I remember like when you'd be like, I got, I got the helmet, I got the helmet <laughs> I've been looking for, I got the trinket I needed. Like when she gave him his insignia, I was like, that's like when I got my goddamn my goddamn pipe that let me make everyone around me dance, and I was so happy because I tried so hard <laughs> to get that. I don't know why, but Umbrella Academy popped in my head. I didn't mention that, and I should have. Oh, was that 2019? I think so. Fuck, that was 2019. Oh, dang. That should be on my list. Shit. Yeah, that goes up there with wow. Boys and Watchmen for me. <laughs> it does. This was a really year for superheroes. It oh. was, man. It was. Not oh. a great year for Star Wars in some ways, but a good year in other ways, but great across the board for heroes. <laughs> Fuck zombies. Zombies was like hitting its peak here. Like I haven't, I still haven't watched The Walking Dead. Yeah, you're good. Exactly. I, I've dropped off. Exactly. That's why I was surprised about the kingdom, though. Like, I was kind of zombied out, but then the kingdom was like, all right, I like it. It's funny because Netflix has like three zombie shows. Yeah, there's that. Like there's Nation or something. Well, no, that was like the sci-fi one that's on Netflix. Okay. But they had um. Oh shoot! It was a, it was another one that was weird. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was emphasizing Alex's point. Alex, <laughs> the what was the show you like? Daybreak. That's the one that's on Netflix now, where it has a perspective of like the zombie. kids. He does. Gonna get it. All right. Uh, now we got our own top personal lists. Black Summer. That's what it's called. Yeah. So these lists are just based on something. (laughs) (laughs) These lists are just based on something that we each of us made our own list. We're not like crossing over on anyone else's list, but it's just it's you know five things that uh, we cared about or want to talk about or just you know bring attention to. Alex. Actually, I have, I have two lists. I don't want to be a bummer. Once the 2019 hype's over, <laughs> I'll just say them real fast, um, and then I'll say my my good list. <laughs> um, so the hype's over. Um, these are these are shows that I either watched or I didn't even bother because of just poor, not even just poor ratings and reviews, but even just some from from friends that have watched it as well. Um, so hype's over. The ones I watched, Invader Zim. Super excited with with the uh, series. Watched the movie. Was like, 
by the time I finished that movie, I felt like, why did I ever watch the TV series? The, the humor of it, everything was just off. Um, in the same week as Rocco's Modern Life, watched the series, watched the movie. That there was a Rocco's movie. And I was like, why did I ever watch the show? <laughs> like, I just, I don't know, maybe my humor has evolved. I don't know. The, I was excited for those, watched them, didn't care for them. Um, the third one was El Camino. I really enjoy Breaking Bad. It's one of my all-time... I like, still haven't even watched it. Yeah. Yeah, don't... Eh. That's right. You, it's, got, you got Gus and Mandalorian. Whenever you yeah. can get to it. But like, it's like you do have to watch it, but it was more of a continuing season. So like, it felt like a DLC of the TV series that you don't need to play it, but it's there if you want to enjoy it. Well, it's just weird me out because like Better Call Saul is so good. And then everyone I heard that watched it, I was like, yeah, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> Like, nobody told me it was bad. Not one person's like, it's bad, don't watch it. Instead, they're just like, eh, they dropped off on it's it. It's fine. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for another episode, I guess. Another Netflix series that my wife and I watched, actually, the next two are uh, 13 Reasons Why. I was just burnt out on it, didn't need a season three. And then I guess there was an, another murder. It's like, damn, these high school kids are, are tattooed out and there's killings and suicides. And what is going on? Just, I was studying for my SATs. Like, I don't know what these kids are doing. Um, the the OA was a very interesting, oh, yeah. unique storyline on season one. It ended, and oh, like very, like wow, like is this really happening? Like I just from the beginning to end, like I didn't connect the two, and I still was like, all right, it's a little far fetched, but it somehow connected. And I started, we started watching season the part two or season two. And it was so slow and boring, and it felt like it wasn't. It was a completely other show. I think I we stopped watching after season two, after episode two. Um, the Unicorn Store is a, is a movie on Netflix, oh. and I, I is the only movie of this year that I remember starting it and not finishing it. That Just was a, a Brie Larson, yeah, Brie yeah. Larson. It was like a Nick Fury, Captain Marvel type thing. <laughs> that they're both in there. Canon, right? <laughs> totally canon. And I just I couldn't watch. I couldn't finish it. I was like, what is? What's going on? And I just trailed off and I turned it off. Like, there's one I physically turned off because I couldn't watch <laughs> it anymore. And um, the last one that I did give a old college try and couldn't finish, and you guys said it was a good one, <laughs> is Good Omens. Um, I just couldn't get into it. It wasn't my cup of tea. I don't know. Maybe I need to give it some more episodes. Maybe not. Um, just didn't go back to it. <laughs> um, and the ones that I just didn't bother uh, Dark Phoenix, Zombieland 2, which is very. I'm unhappy about it because I really liked the first Zombie Land. You know what? You watch it then? Uh, no, or this you... one was I okay. don't. I I didn't bother. So as far as didn't bother. Dark Phoenix, you made the right decision. Zombie Land two. Hey, watch it with zero expectation. It's a fun one of those. Uh, the third no one was expectations. Was Westworld? I don't know why. For keep up with that. One. <laughs> for whatever reason, I just didn't watch season two. I I didn't even finish season one. I just fell off. Yeah, it was it was weird. I again, I enjoyed it. Don't know why. It didn't didn't pull me back in, and the fourth one was uh, Gemini Man. Um, <laughs> I just I just don't think I'd ever watch that movie. Uh, which Will Smith is a great TV actor. I think he's a great movie. I think he's a great actor in general. I think this was one of the ones where I, I can't watch it. And from reviews, from talking to different people, just not worth my time. So, unfortunately, didn't didn't not Next gonna watch challenge. that. Yeah. So bad. Only Alex watches Gemini Man. <laughs> oh, I've already watched it. I just won't watch it again for the challenge. I was re- reiterate all the things I hated about it. Uh, I'll quickly just say my my good side was the 2019 Game Changers. 
Uh, number one was Disney Plus, uh, included The Mandalorian. It's going to include a lot more seasons going forward. Uh, but just having it in the streaming service was uh, supposed to be kind of like the Netflix killer uh, from what it sounded like. I did ask um, today, uh, would you still keep um, Disney Plus even after um, The Mandalorian finished? And I had an overwhelming response of like, uh, let me see if I can pull it up real fast because I have it right here. Um, so keep Disney Plus. 66% said yes, absolutely. Um, a lot of the responses were nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to watch my old movies. My kids are watching the shows. Get to um, see how bad X-Men really were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but nothing nothing that said anything new. So I don't know how long that's going to hold until the new shows do pop up. Yeah. Uh, 7% said done for now. Um, almost 17% said Netflix only. So they don't even have Disney Plus, which is kind of... Um, Out of quite all a bit. them, you're only you're only you only got Netflix. Only Netflix. Nothing this is Disney. not the time for Netflix, except for The Witcher right now. But yeah, I don't know. I watch quite a bit of Netflix though. I, I don't know. I use Hulu and um, Hulu's a, probably a my YouTube, last. A lot of Amazon. Yeah, but and, I I'm keeping Disney Plus because luckily it bundled with my Hulu. I just have ads now. So yeah, it's the same price. And nine percent said they don't have either, which is like, what are you doing? Do you not have either? What you you have a cable box? I like the car commercials. <laughs> I haven't turned on my TV in so long. Like I have cable, like I have a satellite. Yeah, I don't know when the last time I used it. Uh, we we only stream. Um, so I have six on this list. Number two is Xbox Game Pass for a reason I said before. Now available on PC. Number three was Nintendo Switch because I never played it before. Mike let me borrow one of his. It's freaking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I've only played one game on it, but <laughs> I I want like I I want one. <laughs> Uh, number four, a game changer with just the Fortnite event, the in-game marketing. I kind of like, like releasing Star Wars things in it. <coughs> yes, assholes. <laughs> like, what are you doing? But I, I applaud their marketing. It's definitely one of the game changers for games in general. Like, yeah. no other games can touch can touch it. Yeah, and we we talked about it before, but when they did their like little blackout thing, that yeah. was that was crazy. Who who has a, a Twitter full of or even social media full of stuff about? Uh, a black circle on the TV. <laughs> yeah, literally Twitch streamers are just watching nothing. Yeah, what's going to happen? Let's go. Oh, did it move? Oh, wait, wait. No, wait, no, what's up? What's up here? Um, and number five and six were kind of the same thing, but on different platforms. Um, the mixture signing of exclusive like streamers was, was mm. big because it's really glad getting people, like it's making it, once you start getting exclusives, it sucks for all of us who just want to watch whatever we, we want to watch. But it does make it more of a business move in seeing that it's it's they're doing it because it's gonna make them money, which means the way streamers are going, it's you're gonna choose one or the other over certain streamers. And I thought that was just a very interesting move. And the same thing with the Spotify signing of um last, last po- podcast on the left. On the left. Yeah. Um it's it sucks for people who want certain apps to play their podcasts, but I get the move. It and it means that podcasts are becoming a a, a a business, something that people will invest money in because they're going to get it back. And that means it's going somewhere. Um, so although so I please subscribe to our Patreon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, we, if you if Spotify came up to us and say, we want you to be a Spotify exclusive. I would kind of look around the room like me. I would, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't even ask like, you guys. I would have signed everything yeah. for your names. Yeah. It's like how. Well, yeah. Three hours later with just Mike. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. I'd just surprise you. Be like, huh? so three hours later, we're a Spotify podcast. <laughs> 100% go money. for that. Yeah. <laughs> so I think those are definitely game changes in 2019. I think it just 
the moves that we're seeing now are going to be reflected. Like it's a ripple effect for 2020. Press you're going to see more signings. You're going to see more things on streams, more battling for content, more what's the next move. Are we going to replicate it? Are we going to innovate? And it's just, a, it's just a fun time to be in. Sound because like the Borg. The Borg. Star Trek. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, a lot of things happen in 2019 that, yeah. you know, when we do this uh, reflection in 2020, you know what how how is this stuff gonna re, uh, reflect on what's gonna happen yeah, i'm actually kind of curious about the streaming stuff and i wonder how well that has been working out now that they signed they signed, signed over uh ninja and i think shroud too oh it was like five signings yeah. like ewok i think that was the name yeah, yeah, um yeah. it was five five people and they were make, making commercials about it uh yeah it's very interesting yeah. i i'm still not i still can't wrap my head around it i still want to do that skit i was telling you guys about <laughs> I'm all for it. Sweet. <laughs> cool. And that was my that was my personal list. <clears throat> so I did almost make a bummer list also because there was a lot, but also I only one I person was, could read not. Well, I was okay? I legitimately thought I was like, well, the other two guys are probably gonna well, do it also. Yeah, because before you came, we both were like, yeah, I almost did like a top <laughs> uh, upsets or whatever. I was going yeah. to do the uh, the dumbest moves by video game companies this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, we could have done that. Oh, man. Instead, I was doing uh, surprises of the years and also disappointments of the year. Instead, I just went with uh, my top five songs of 2019. I listened to a really ridiculous amount of music. I It means a lot to me. Like, I know everyone listens to the other. Like, it's... I've heard of music. It is a huge part of my life. And I really like finding, like, um, like obscure, weird... Like, I, I am more than anything i'm a weird hipster in music where i'm just like yeah i like them before they were signed to a major label and uh i was really into it their first album's good but their first album is better <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> uh, you're talking about the first album when they were on atlantic records but if you go back death cat for cutie actually have four albums through, yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's it's bad no, i want to punch you so hard right now i know yeah. piece of shit <laughs> i tuned out for a second but <laughs> despite saying that i would like to bring to you guys my top five favorite songs of 2019 one? oh yeah that I found on YouTube while drunk. <laughs> so my number five is one of the coolest mashups I've ever found. So this is all my life, but the Pokemon intro. <laughs> uh, this year I found a really great mashup artist named William uh, Morancy or Moranchi. It's M William M A R A N C I, and I'll link some of these videos on the Facebook page. I've already done a few. Um, the dude is really good. Like he has a talent for taking two songs that have nothing to do with each other and just putting them together in a way where, like, if you had never heard the two original songs, you would just think this was the song. Yeah. Um. So that was my number five is the Foo Fighters cover of the Pokemon intro. My number four is uh, oh, where is it? Oh, I almost lost it. It is a uh, Britney Spears Toxic, but over the Deftones um, change in House of Flies. And all these all in play. I think, a little bit I think you sent us that one, right? I'm sure I did. Now I know when Mike's drunk is when we get these videos. It works so well. So, <laughs> just so I don't fall into a uh, just a single a single uh, musician or genre, I also found a couple parody songs I really liked. There's a theme to them, obviously. 
this one is uh, pretty fantastic. I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna skip through the first thirty seconds. Yeah, Star this Wars. is uh, Ray and Kylo Ren singing Shallow. They should have made that canon. <laughs> it's really good. I was you know, really it kind ins- of explains the story a lot better. It, I was really embarrassed by <laughs> how much I enjoyed Al. this. Oh, don't get me started, man. Don't get me started on Weird Al. Are we about to fight? Yeah. He's Mm. Oh my god. Okay, we're gonna move on. We're past the bummers. Uh God, what was that? That was my number that was my number three. Yeah, that was my number three. So my number two song of the year. So if you know one thing about me, I love musicals. I love them so much. There is a specific musical that has come out in the last few years that uh has enamored me and much of the nation called Hamilton. Cats. And the other thing that's made us all come together as a group is Baby Yoda. Mm. This is my favorite song from Hamilton, covered as Dear Baby Yoda. Dear Baby Yoda, what to say to you? You have big eyes, we don't yet know your name. When you came across screen, you could, and it broke my heart. It is Dear Theodosia from Hamilton is my favorite song in that entire play or musical. <laughs> and to take that song and make it about Baby Yoda, everyone's favorite baby. Goddamn, guys. So good. But, uh, Just keep thinking about them hitting them and it makes me mad. The, the top might be... I, I am thoroughly embarrassed how much I've listened to this song as an actual song. I think it's legitimately very well performed. Uh, the title of the song is Alex Jones Rants <laughs> as an Indie Folk Song. It is kind of beautiful and if you don't listen to the words it just sounds like a good indie song but the second you listen to the words you realize it's Alex Jones the paradigm of absolute control and that's why we're just out here doing simple things pointing out that we're meant to be in nature and be natural and this is where we find the source that God made to transcend the new world order and that's why they want to try to keep us out of it I'm angry I've had enough of these people yeah, so this calm. guy literally just took transcripts of Alex Jones' rants and made a really nice, like, <laughs> two and a half minute long song on them. There's a, you get all the hits, you get the gay frogs, you get the baby parts, you get Hillary Clinton ranting, you get some stuff about demons. Like I hate Alex Jones and I hate InfoWars, Info but uh, turns out he's he's something of a lyricist he's, and I just didn't give him credit for it. I want to quote him so bad from Joe Rogan, but I won't. So yeah, <laughs> so those are my top favorite songs I found on YouTube while drunk. I was pretty drunk with all it of them. It makes so much sense now. Uh, there 2020, is a, let's try to make more. There is one really good uh, uh, honorable mention I want to throw out there, and it is uh, Lincoln Park. Oh, I just hate Lincoln Park, so I'm going to skip past the intro because the intro of the song is far too long. <laughs> if it didn't make me listen to a Lincoln Park song, this would have been on the list. You leave him alone. 
Hey, look, I get. You got I'm, me through my angst. I get. I'm wrong. I am happy. All you guys love it. I just. I just. No, I'm sure most people are cringed by Lincoln Park, but I. I don't apologize. I, I like Lincoln Park. The uh, I had tickets to go to see them and Snoop Dogg and the other concert that was coming out here and. Yeah. Yada yada oh, yada. Yada oh. yada yada. Couldn't. No one made the concert. And my uh, my final honorable mention is one that came out a couple years ago, so it didn't qualify, but it's. It's such a good mashup that it actually fucking broke both songs for me. I can't hear either uh, Toxicity by System of a Down or Fix You by Coldplay and not feel like the song is broken because <laughs> this is my new god. Turns out this is a real sad song. The toxicity I forget how they like isolated that. It's just, just good. It's hard. I just like it so much. But welcome to my drunk mind. I'm scared. And forward to 2020, where Mike gets even more drunk and listens to even more dumb stuff. Like Psychosocial, but it's sexy back by Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Wow, now I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't like that one as much, though, because I feel like he edits the uh, the vocals a little bit mm. too much to make it fit. My favorite are the ones where you realize he just overlaid it and it just <laughs> laid in track. Matt, what you got? What's your list? All right. So my list is on Top the... five asthma attacks. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the, uh, the top games that I supernovaed in 2019, meaning... I really got into for a few days and then just kind of fell out of it. So let's see. We'll go to number one. Will be Apex. Um, I was I was hard into. It. I finally found a battle royale. Roy, battle royale for me. Love the way it feels. Love the gameplay of it. Dropped it like a bad habit. Uh, pretty soon after they started doing the uh, microtransaction stuff because they they're just bad at it. But uh, I thought this was going to be the game that's kind of going to take over uh, Overwatch from me, and it it didn't do that. Next up is probably Control. Still haven't finished it, but I was like, I know it's it's my top game, but I I don't know what happened. And I, I I got super far. I don't want it to end. That's where I'm at right now. Um, I do that sometimes where I don't want to finish something because I had I just am having a good time, and I don't want that to end. So I just kind of need to go out on my own terms, I guess. I'll throw this to you. If you do let it end, it lets you keep playing. It does that thing that I love where it's like, the story's over. Keep going. You can just hang around. Do you have to do the fungus people or is that like after game stuff? Wait, what do you mean? I found like a lower level world of fungus people hangout. Uh, I don't think you have to do that area okay. to finish the game. For some reason, I'm terrified of going down there. I don't like those people. It's not. It's not. That was like my least favorite part of the game. Um, next is, this technically didn't come out in 2019, but it's when I got into it and kind of, it's kind of a new version of itself. It's going to be Destiny 2. Um, Bungie broke away from uh, Activision Blizzard, kind of made Destiny 2 its own thing, made it free, um, and I got super hard into it, started, started really figuring out the mechanics Thought I found the MMO for me because I don't like MMOs and was doing the whole like, yeah, like I get the coolest armor, going to get the coolest weapons and I bought the expansion and then I just, again, dropped it. 
Um, it's, I'm always on a weird cycle with my friends too. Like I'm into this game and I know my friends would be into it and like, hey, let's play. And then they're playing something else. And then finally, when they want to jump into like Destiny 2, then that's when I fall off of it. Next is Pokemon. Um, I know I got you two into it and we got like a whole group. And I feel like, I think we all supernova this one. Or it, it, I, well, I it's kind of weird a supernova Pokemon because like there's so many different things you could do. Yeah. But I think we all did it hard for a while where that was yeah. all that we were doing. I put in a pretty solid 80 hours in the first few weeks. And now I just, I'm done. I'm 20 away from completing my Pokedex. I was like, ah, I'm good. Yeah. my Like I have no problem continuing to play. It just, it came out. It came out right before my life hit mission critical yeah. working in retail for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a game that I'm like, I fully intend to pick back up because I don't think anything else major I really want to play comes out till like March. Yeah. Once they start dropping like new uh, raids and stuff, I might come back. But right now I just, I, I burnt myself out. Yeah, you need a break, only, man. Yeah. It's safe. It's got, it ain't going anywhere. It ain't going nowhere. Uh, next up is the Outer Worlds. Another game I didn't finish, but absolutely loved. Um, I didn't want to finish it for a while. Yeah. I held off. I was like, no, that's such a good story. And I think that's kind of where I'm at. And I'm afraid I'm afraid to get to the part where you, a lot of people say it kind of drops off. I haven't gotten there yet. So maybe that's why I stopped it. But I think I put it in a good 30, 30 hours. But that was like nonstop. And currently, I'm playing Dauntless. And I know that's what's going to happen with that. Where I, it's all I can think about right now. And <laughs> You've probably, mentioned that so many times in our chat. Yeah. And I guarantee a week or two from now, I'm no longer playing Dauntless. Yeah, I, I keep like threatening myself that I'm going to get back into it, but then I find something to occupy my time because I know just like when I played Monster Hunter, I'm not going to play it a little bit. Yeah. It will be, I will literally sit there and just think of builds or like yeah. I'll spend time looking up like, okay, well, what do I need to get this? What do I need? What's going to be optimal to go kill this giant frog demon? Yeah, that's what I'm like learning right now is like, oh, I don't have to wear all of the same armor. I can mix and match and like they'll do things together. I'm kind of almost unkillable right now. I, I, whenever I get to 50% health, I start getting health back every time I hit something. And that's all that game is, is hitting stuff. Yeah. I'm so good at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hitty shit, the game. Um, so yeah, that's the, the games I supernova in 2019, plus the one I'm about to 20 Nova to 2020. So if there's like, I know this is a super broad question, but any one thing just off the top of your head, and if you don't have one, it's fine. What's like one thing you're super hyped about for next year? Because let's be real, next year very well could be a very bad year. You have no joy. No, it's Is it for both of us? Or yeah, for both of you. Yeah. <laughs> Just me. I, I, will, uh, I mean, I really, really, really want a, the Xbox uh, Series X console. Not your to, daughter or anything? That's weird. Okay. No, uh, no, she's still around. I mean, it's just a sequel from last <laughs> she year. She gets your other Xbox. <laughs> she has it now, man. <laughs> Doc McStuffins on Disney Plus. Um, My nice big TV. Bad <laughs> life. I agree with you on that, though. Like, that's the thing I'm the most excited about is I just, I, I love that I still to this day feel the same excitement I did about new consoles that I did when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, next gen consoles, man. That's. So many like new things, yeah. new games, new Halo. Yeah, like I come have to, on, I have to pay for these out of my pocket. They're not free. They're not going to be cheap. But I'm just like, I don't even care. I have a PlayStation that says five after it, and I'll have this weird Xbox loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna move my fridge over and just gonna go right in there. Yeah, you can keep like not only will it play Halo Infinite, but you'll be able to keep like a six pack in there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm oh God, I'm so happy about. There's that. a lot of other sequels, of course, that we've been talking about, just like Mandalorian, uh, The Boys. Uh, then I'm just, you know, why not? It's a continuation of what I already love in 2019. 
I don't know if there's anything new, like besides the consoles, like any new things happening. Yeah, I think for me it's just the consoles because, like I said, it just it, that is my ultimate like nostalgia hit. Like if if nostalgia is a drug, that is where I get my like black tar heroin. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. new console comes out, I'm just like, oh, put me. Like the Switch Lite came out and it was like a little hit of that. It was like just a little like, oh, it's a new console. I like the smell of it when I open the box and I have to <laughs> register it and download updates. Yeah. I can't think of much like I am. I know it's there. I wasn't ready to be put on the spot, but I do think about that a lot where I hear about something and it's like, man, I got to at least live to 2020 because I need, <laughs> I can't die without like experience. I'm so thing. happy. I'm not the only one that thinks about that yeah, where the, I'm like, I just have to live through that. Yeah. Um, I needed something because I was like, I just got to live through these Star Wars movies and I did. And I'm like, fuck, I didn't think beyond that. Yeah. I remember oh, like uh, uh, when Endgame, um, yeah, Endgame was coming out and I was like, I gotta at least live to there. Like, I really suck if I died, like, before I got to see that. My thing is, like, I, I can't wait to be a grandpa when I'm good in old age. You're like, just two more months. Nah, just these, give me that, Lord. These movies are my babies. <laughs> That's why I look. I don't want to ask a lot. I just want to ask, like, if this is a doable thing. I'm I'm not not greedy. Imagine imagine going before Last Jedi, like, like well, like, right after Last Jedi. <laughs> like, oh, man, who are these little young Jedi that are going to be training the Force? Oh, and like, no, here's the good news. You don't get that answer. Right you don't there. get that, but you never know <laughs> you're not getting the answer. I could have died and it still would know what I was going to say, as soon as the movie's over, Mike just disappears and his clothes are just... Oh, just on the, on the force dies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that saved what us a lot of money. What they don't tell you is in real life, when you turn into a Force ghost, there's just a long, drawn-out fart sound, though. Um, I miss them. Here's a, a quick few movies that... I'm I'm just looking at 2020 movies, but these are the ones I am excited for. I'm I'm ex- I am legitimately excited for Black Widow. Yeah, um, it's gonna be the new the the first new um, Marvel movie of whatever phase we're phase gonna four? be entering into. Phase four. Yeah, phase Stop four. Fucking Fantastic Four logo dipshits. It's right there. The marketing's <laughs> right there. It's right there. Uh, Wonder Woman. Is it 1984? Yeah, it's... Wonder Woman 84. I, I'm kind of excited for Birds of Prey. I don't know if I'm going to go to theaters, but I'm kind of curious, like. I I like this Harley Quinn though. I, I like want the... that movie to be very good. I will go see it, but I also feel like that movie is either going to prove whether DC has their shit together or prove mm-hmm. if I'm just the abused girlfriend who keeps going back saying this time Mr. J's not going to punch me. How good is that Harley Quinn? Hey, yeah, I forgot series though. To mention that it's on my funny. TV shows because it's up there. Yeah, it's re- I've only watched the first episode, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in love with it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, Sonic to see it's it's gonna be good. You know what? I'm gonna say it now Sonic will be good. It's not gonna be cats. Mm. I think I think I have the same faith in it now that I had in Detective Pikachu, where I was like, I think this won't be trash, and it might even be charming. Yeah, give me an okay movie, and I'm good. Like just give me Sonic. Yeah, I don't need every movie to be the best movie ever. Yeah, got the Ghostbusters. Yeah, got uh New Mutants is on here. I don't know how true that is. I think that movie's been done for like two years. It's been it? done. I don't think it's ever coming out. I, I guarantee, I bet you if it comes out, it's Disney Plus. Or actually, no, it's a weird movie. It'll be a Hulu thing. I think it's going to be like an FX thing. Oh, wait. Disney now owns Fox. Okay. Um, I'm very curious about Tenant. Yeah. Know, what I, the hell's going on with that? I, I have no idea. And I, I no actually, idea. I absolutely refuse to watch any more trailers or yeah. read about it. I'm just like, Christopher Nolan, you earned enough goodwill. Let's see what's up. Mm-hmm. Got uh, Bill and Ted. The Kingsman. Kingsman. I've yet to see any of those. Real dude, I think you'd fucking like I, those. I, I, like, I don't know. It was just on my oh, TV man. one day. First I was like, one is oh, amazing. Sh- oh no, it was a Family Guy <laughs> that did the Kingsman like kind of parody. Yeah, and it was like, what is this off of? Oh, it's this. Uh, of it's this movie. I watched it. I was like, oh shit. 
No, that's a legit yeah. movie. And I was like, and then I just like never watched it. I love that first K- one so much. Kingsman one is fucking fantastic. Kingsman two is still really it's fun. still good. It's just not yeah. Like it's it's not a Kingsman one, but like I don't think you can do that twice in a row. But like I like the idea of going back to the origin mm. of the Kingsman. Um, surprisingly, I got a free upgrade to 4K for the first one on my uh, Google movies. Nice. Yeah. And I actually got that digital copy for free because I bought it secondhand at Ross Buttons and just had the code in there. That's nice. like that's always like second Christmas where you're like, this movie <laughs> was cheap. The code hasn't been used. What? Uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong. That Ryan Reynolds movie where he's a video game character. Can't remember what it's called. I know it's the movie. Free guy. Like free, free guy. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was gonna say first guy for some reason. Now I lost my place. Cyberpunk for video games. Cyberpunk 2077. I am yeah, hell yeah. so goddamn hyped for that game. I'm really hyped up. Like, we'll see where it goes. I'm worried that there's going to be a backlash because I feel like it's going to be way more of an RPG than people think it's going to be because it looks like it's going to be a flashy fighting game. Mm-hmm. And if it's anything like The Witcher, it's going to be a very deep RPG. And then, of course, Halo Infinite 2020. New console, I new Halo. I couldn't get into Halo. I was, I was doing Master Chief Collection. Mm-hmm. I forgot how weird the button layout is for yeah. those games. It's, it's I, I think you probably like Halo for the same reason I do because like it was that perfect game at the perfect time and you played mm-hmm. through all of them. So like it just... I, I don't understand how Halo has the same like cachet for me that like a new star wars would it still That's, hits me like you get the music the, the halo the music se- going mm. yeah yeah so like was, it's loading it's loading yeah yeah somebody was trying to show somebody a video at work today or yesterday yesterday doesn't matter uh they were trying to show a video and in the background of the video i hear oh like by that point i'm like are you guys watching halo and they're like no just some music and i'm like no that's the halo that's literally the halo opening score like the opening theme yeah because i was totally into halo back then when it came out and so master chief collection came on game pass and i'm trying to play it and i'm like how did i play these games like the way that apparently I've been tra- we, were, we were hard motherfuckers when yeah. we were younger and it's just Our so bizarre to not re- realize that video games kind of changed my play style i guess yeah because that's all I, w- I like i was so good back then in halo 2 that people thought i was cheating but now i'm like how do i jump What's, <laughs> what do i melee so, with what i think is funny is like i remember when halo put in a secondary control scheme that i can't remember what they called it but it was cl- it was call of duty it was, it was like, the call of duty control scheme. okay it was like recon that, something like that yeah because they had a name for it that was like hey we can't we're not gonna say call of duty but we know you kids like <laughs> it and i remember going like what idiots would play with this control scheme and now i've played enough call of duties because there's so such a gap between halos that i'm like yeah. oh my god i'm the asshole that's gonna play with that <laughs> control scheme yeah, I can't. It's going to be. You know, look, look. 2020 has got the potential to be a shit show of a year for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. But if we ignore the real stuff and only look at the superficial, there's a lot of cool shit happening. That's all I do. And officially, like, I don't think you can not say we're in the future if we're in 2020. Like, I know when we hit 2,000, people lost their shit, but that's <laughs> like, come on. In 2010, okay, whatever. But like, 2020. Where's my jetpack? Straight up future. I mean, they they exist. Yeah. You can watch videos of people testing working jetpacks now, and it's scary as hell. <laughs> Finish the prayer. There's a truck coming out that's made of polygons in real life. So what happens when you get pulled over? You can just roll up the window and just ignore them, right? Yeah, I don't think they I, I don't think they can even get into it. <laughs> if they try to get into the car, they're just like, oh, it's just give me a ticket. Apart. Nah. No. Just prepping for the zombie apocalypse. So is he. What the fuck is happening in the show now? Oh, dude, the show. I want to watch it. it. You should watch it. I think you guys are very Like, I don't want to watch any more because I, I feel like. What's it called again? Uh, I think you should, you should leave. leave. Okay, well, I'm just asking, what is it called? Get out. Yeah. 
<laughs> I like the full title. I think you should leave with Tim Robinson, a comedy show. Because <laughs> they had to tell you. They're like, but where's Tim? Is he in the apartment? <laughs> Have you seen a, um, Joe Para? He's a Adult Swim. Yes. I was like, that fucking... Yes. He is Adult Swim. All right. So <laughs> I think that's it for 2019. I was going to say, what's our, what's your favorite recording of a, of a par- podcast? Halloween. I had a lot of fun with the uh, the calls on that one. Yeah, the calls were really good. And we I, did the zombie skittle challenge at the same time. Oh, yeah. And that was just all around fun to edit. That was. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that was fun. That was a fun episode. In terms of the most fun I've had with this, it was the Halloween episode because I think that was also, like, if you think about it, that's officially where the wheels went off the train because I think yeah. that was the last time we did a proper challenge. Yeah. Like, that was when we got ambitious and we're like, fucking do everything. <laughs> oh, shit. The holiday season hit us all in the yeah. basement repaired. So, mm-hmm. hey, we'll be better next year. Yeah. yeah. We're um, I, I honestly, though, is as sappy as I think my favorite is the first episode, because when we were sitting in the room recording it, I very vividly remember the moment where I was like, holy shit, this is work. Like, this is a thing. Like, it went from this dumb idea we had. Facebook fight. Sorry. To like, yeah, we were talking about Cobra Kai and like all of us were weirdly passionate about this shitty YouTube show. <laughs> and I just it, I just it was one of those weird moments where like it felt like I slipped outside my body. and I was looking at the room and I'm like fuck we're good at this and i think this could become a thing and it was such a weird feeling for me because i was just like so ready to be like i don't want to hear my own voice i'm scared of it and instead i was like i legitimately was excited to hear when you're sending out the like the the samples when you're editing i was like i was like showing it to people going like hey am i an asshole this is really funny right and they'd listen for a minute and they'd hear me and they're like wait are you in that i'm like yeah but like it's really good right and I mean, we've had a weird amount, like an almost like concerning amount of positive feedback where I'm starting to wonder like who one of us paid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly my mom. Like I don't want anyone to not like us because <laughs> I'll obsess over it, but also like because I'm broken inside, I'm like, all right, who's lying? Validation. Definitely meet some interesting characters just through, just through anything you do online. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like some. you've entered a whole new internet because of this show. Like, I'm still yeah. just on my old basic ship, but you're like in a whole new world. Yeah, it's like the deep web of like podcasts Ooh. and like just the, the groups. And I'll tell you more more offline, but uh, it's just it's just awesome just seeing a bunch of uh, podcasts coming together. I mean, yeah, it, it, just that alone has been awesome. I think one of my favorites was also the D and D episode. Yeah, it was the longest episode. Matt should be good for like all of 2020 oh, on I that gotta, one. I gotta, I gotta get that out soon. <laughs> still, I started, still... I've started editing. Yeah. Um, How's that been? Not bad. Yeah. Um, I, I just really want to like really clean it up and make it coherent. And then I want to kind of put in some fun stuff underneath like music and yeah. sound effects. Oh man, I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, that was just fun in general. That, that was all of Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember just recording all day. No, that was like a true the like, before. D&D session. Like, yeah. get snacks, get sodas. I brought Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a couple little breaks, a couple <laughs> tangents where we have to be like, okay, 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 okay. Anyway. Yeah. A couple yeah, times. Where it's, it's the character. It's the character. A couple times the GM gets mad because yeah. it's like, you don't do that. It's <laughs> not <laughs> how it works. Behold these nuts. Behold these <laughs> yeah. nuts. <laughs> That's right. And then that part where the GM breaks and you see him go like, ah, fuck, it is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's so many like shows and movies I probably wouldn't have touched. I mean, there was Mandy, there was Lock and Key, yeah. even Invincible. I is absolutely my favorite now. And uh, even though that was my challenge, I've wanted to read it forever. 
I never would have done it uh, without without this podcast. I would think I would just fell into whatever is on Netflix. To be honest, uh, definitely expanded like what different directors do, what different series, what different um, actors. Just kind of diving more into detail of just kind of the true form of creating things and kind of appreciating, even if you if it's good or bad, just just seeing the attempts and different things that they tried. And why they did it um, has just been interesting to see. I think more. I was more of a casual watcher. I, I didn't really deep dive into anything. Yeah. Like, why do I hate it? Why do I like it? Well, what was so special about this specific item on the table? Mm. <laughs> you know. So I think, I think that's kind of what happened to me with the comics with the with this podcast. Like, I was. I'm still not like a big comic book reader. I, I'm still like on the sidelines of things, but I'm still I'm developing habits now. I'm like going out picking up my own stuff. Like. Uh, cosmic ghost writer and stuff like that i'm i'm more comfortable just reading well, more comics i guess and that thing where you're like you start noticing like hey i like this yeah and this may not be in the form i'd usually want it but like again like cosmic ghost writer yeah. like you look at that and you're like that's a gonzo wild story <laughs> love it all right i kind of have to look into what this is about oh it's that's 2019 a good year um i'm proud of us for making it through almost a full year what, we seven started? months yeah well we're getting there and it depends on when do you want to call our year because yeah. we recorded on may 4th but we released our episode may 11th i believe so it depends on what what do you want to say we I'll actually started that's when we really may the fourth be things. with you i'm shocked that we've only missed one episode and that was just because like the internet had to explode for you to not be able to do it <laughs> no i just got poor <laughs> yeah hey patreon um yeah but yeah it's it's <laughs> I'll, been I'll pay matt's internet uh, the the podcast has definitely been a big part of my year and i'm happy um that we're doing this i was excited just trying to get like 1000 twitter followers we're at 2500 plus i think we're over 2550 at this point uh, 50 iTunes reviews. Uh, the one of the most liked, actually the most liked, um, list on Podchaser is Pod, is Pod Nation. Um, got a shout out on a a newsletter. Yeah. Um, oh, what was it? We should probably return the favor. Yeah. I want to say like this pod or. You know what? Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I learned from J.J. Abrams. If something gets in your way, fuck get em. out of here. Uh, thank you to find that pod. On find Twitter. that pod, and they found us. And you can find find that pod at findthatpod.com. Yeah, they, they featured have, us. They have good lists. Yeah, I'm on it. Yeah, <laughs> our faces are on there. Yeah, so cool. Shout out for them. We definitely got a, a good jump on on. Some of the stuff has been surreal too. Like you came into contact with the guy that created the hex, which is one of the games that we reviewed. Yeah, Daniel Mullins like even tweeted us like he listened to our episode and he was like, I don't think anyone's ever done a podcast episode of, of this game and, and talked about the whole storyline like that was cool that was so interesting i believe what he said was like i don't think anyone's ever understood it the way you guys did and you're so smart <laughs> can't believe you guys you. just spoiled the whole game now i'm losing out on sales uh um, <laughs> <laughs> we played it so you don't have to and then uh i mean just looking at where some of the listens are coming from we're i mean there, there's some of the people listening to this right now are from across the world from us yeah that's, that's insane cool. My my best friend uh, started listening a few weeks ago, and he like apologized, like, oh, I had finally just sit down, and listen to it, and then like really quickly, I get this text, like, this is, this is really good, and I'm like, oh yeah, thanks, uh, we've been trying, and like, I just give me these texts that they're not condescending, but they're mm. like these legitimate like surprise, like, dude, this is like <laughs> you guys are doing a really fucking good job because at first he was only listening to the challenge episodes, 
And then like a week later, he's like, dude, I caught up on all your challenge episodes and I'm going back and just listening to the weird like topic ones. Oh, where nice. bullshit. Yeah, and we're still finding the groove, but we're just going to improve. I did a rhyme. Irrit, irrit. <laughs> anyway, I feel like I went against what I just done. said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually did a, a 2019 in review. I'm not sure if you guys saw like on Instagram or our Facebook stories. Like I put every single one of our cover arts. <laughs> it's still working. Everything's still working, right? Yeah, yeah we're still good. good. I think we're good. Fitz trying to sabotage us. Uh, every single one of our Spotify like episodes on our Facebook stories, and so you could, you know, tab and, and fast forward through all the cover art, and you just kind of just see the evolution of our logos of our of our uh, cover art. That's been the other crazy thing too. We've been having a new cover every week. Yeah, and we've only missed one because also the Mike got too drunk aligned. and started listening I to YouTube. Didn't fucking show you what happened. So you my, recorded yourself. My iPad recovered. I had an I had a iCloud backup. It's the most goddamn heartbreaking thing because it had one completed one, and then one sketch, and then it just erased Alex entirely. No, thank you. It it really broke me. I was just I was. I don't. I I know. Like I didn't sound happy when I said that, but like I was sitting in my bed, like looking at my fucking dead iPad, just like. Cool, 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 cool. cool. <laughs> Like, I was like, go on and just go fucking break everything else I own then. <laughs> Fun 2019. Looking forward to what we have planned for 2020, that's for sure. The future awaits us. That's it, though, for this year. Yeah. Happy this New is... Year. Yes. Go these nuts. Go these nuts. Go these nuts. Yeah, so I think this might be the final episode of 2019 for us. So I hope all of you a happy New Year. Um. Yeah. That's all I got. I <laughs> Sincerely, but I got nothing else. I agree. People should have good New Year's. Don't have a bad one. Yes. You know, like put a lot of pressure. You do what you gotta do. No, you, I'm you, gonna, you, I'm gonna you, tell you, you. Hey, I said at the end of 2019, don't you have a bad year? And look, you've had the worst year ever. What's wrong with you? That's true. All you had to do was listen to me. Shit. Worst year ever. Shit. Also, a very good podcast. I almost made a list of my top five favorite podcasts. That's what we should have done. Hey, there we go. First We're episode number of 2019. <laughs> We're going to get into weird stuff like that, too, in this year, I think. I mean, I've been thinking about, you know, maybe doing like a, hey, let's uh, listen three hours of this other podcast and do a review. Oh, I'm I'm going make, to make Alex listen to some of my bim bam. My bim bam. Um, I uh, listen to more indie podcasts. <laughs> I think all podcasts are indie. Um, Except uh, like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, even like YouTube stuff, I was even going to like suggest like, oh, let's watch three hours of this channel and like give out specific things depending on what it is. So let's get weird. Let's get, get weird, weird in 2020. Yeah. Let's go skydive for three hours. I, yeah. Man. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to record it after. Let's go watch or a baseball game. Record as we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> the recording is just like, what did you think about her? How are those? Do people really put utensils in these things? Is he really not opening the parachute? Oh. I got a squirrel suit. Whew. I'm going to use that effect all the time now. First we found that <laughs> creek and now I've got that. You're going to make your own haunted house podcast. And then the ghost said. <laughs> In a world. Bum bum. My cat really doesn't like me doing that. He looks like he's going to fuck me up. So I'm going to stop. <laughs> all right. Uh. Ready for the socials? Yeah. Uh, you could follow us on Twitter. It's number three, HRS underscore later. And on Facebook and Instagram, it's the number three, HRS with no underscore later. 
because we're trying to make those all three work. And of course, one of them is taken. Um, please leave us a review as well on iTunes and on Podchaser, as well as our list, um, Pod Nation. And yeah, if you want everything, it's our Linktree uh, website. Link linktr.ee forward slash three no the the number three hrs later i think it's three hours later spelled out is it three hours it's on our twitter go go to go to the twitter yeah go to twitter find any one of them you'll you'll get them all it's not like we don't make it hard yeah Uh, also find our super secret group on facebook where we just post dink memes all day and talk about the things that we're watching some memes occasionally a little too dank they get taken care of and sometimes they're just dink enough. Yeah. For dinky locks. 99% they're dink enough. All right. We'll see you in 2020. Bye.